Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. Welcome to Sporty, number 120. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Iceman. And holy shit, Patrick Mahomes is the man, but we'll get to that later. But right now, it's, it's December. It's a couple weeks before Christmas. So that usually means one thing, winter meetings. Well, it means a few things in the sports world. But yeah, baseball, winter meetings are going on. It's been a lot of movement the last couple of weeks. Really haven't hit too much on it, but just generally a lot of moving and shaking going on this time in the baseball world. And what, is, rich- what has your favorite team done? Uh, nothing. Uh, from well, from what you've told me, they've apparently said nobody's safe. Yeah, the word from the beat writers here in Detroit is. Uh, Everybody, everybody on the Tigers roster is up for discussion for trades. Period. End of story. Including Cabrera, who they're saying, oh yes, he will be 100% fully healthy and ready to go next season. So, seems like they're really... We've been told that lie before. Well, yeah, whatever. But I'm just saying it seems like they're, they're really trying to push, like, hey guys... Swear to God, he's going to be ready to go. You know, like, take a look at him. Come on now. Hey, man, it's a huge contract. Yeah. Well, there's I <clears throat> I have no doubt that uh, no matter what, if the Tigers do trade him, they're going to have to eat a lot of that contract. I just, I just, I don't see a way for that not to happen. I mean, you know, I'm sure they read the news. He's got child support. You know, he's getting that money some way. Somehow, and yeah, Tigers, you're going to be paying a lot of it. So, yeah, season tickets on sale, everybody. Well, I mean, the only other move is that uh, Tigers and Jody Mercer have agreed to a one-year deal, which, I mean, all but, I mean, we we knew this was coming. We knew that, excuse me, uh, Jose Iglesias was going to hit the free agent market. And, I mean, it's just, once again, I don't know what, what happened in, in, during last last season, but, I mean, you couldn't get anything for him because you're going to let him walk and you're not going to get anything. I mean, wouldn't it be better to get something, you know? It's not how Al Alvila rolls. Hey, come on, JV, we got, what, two bags of baseballs for him? And that was our marquee guy. Al doesn't like to get things for people. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, and he, let's be honest. What are they going to do? Go out and get Troy Tulowinski, who was released by the the Blue Jays. I mean, really? No. I, I, you know, they're they're in rebuild. You want to rebuild? You get a few veteran players who are good clubhouse guys, who are good mentors, and you play mostly, you know, FNGs. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if Castellanos, Castellanos is gone before the first of the year. <laughs> yeah, wow. I was thinking uh, the Red Sox are having a fire sale, but isn't that all old Tiger players? <laughs> Just ship them all back home? Then I went on to finally win? Well, the thing is, no, Detroit doesn't want them. Detroit is in a rebuild mode. Detroit is not like, the Tigers are not like the Lions and the Red Wings. We're going, we're in rebuild mode. Yet they get excited when they start winning. 
You don't want to win in rebuild mode. Jesus Christ, I, I, I had to listen to the local sports talk station. People call in today talking about how they're excited that the Lions might still make the playoffs. Oh, for the love of God. Really? Really? Oh. I, told, I told you last week they were going to fuck up that game against they sh- a game they should have lost to, to end up with better draft position. What do they do? They're going to fuck up and win that game. And they went and won that game against the Cardinals. And the Kool-Aid drinking jackasses, one and all, decided to get on the lines in the last couple days and, and go, we, we might make the playoffs and do what? Do what? It, get ass fucked. Does no one remember the wonderful playoff run of 2012? The one game you guys played against uh, uh, the Saints who never once punted? Yeah. In that game? Let's be honest, the one quarter of a playoff game from 2012. <laughs> it's pretty much you know, all we were competitive for. How about that wonderful game against uh, Seattle where you didn't score at all in the playoffs? This this is what you want to get you want to draft in the middle of the pack for? Really? Like at best middle of the pack too? You get you know what? Fuck it. Lions fans get what they deserve. It's it's kind of how I feel at this point. Like I'm listening to those fucking brain dead morons call in and say that shit. I was like, "You know what? You deserve it. You wore that dress, you drank that at that frat house. You knew what you were doing. Take it. That's on you." You get no sympathy from me. Fucking bunch of idiots, and that's and I'm afraid because that's exactly what's going seems to be going on with the Red Wings. I'm afraid this what's going to happen with the Tigers. God forbid this team of fucking nobodies pulls a major league, starts getting hot because then it's like, oh fuck. So we can just put off having an actual contender for what another five to ten years because this one or two year blip. Great, wonderful. Where do I sign? But yeah, that's 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 as far as the home team. That's pretty much the biggest news. And I'm just kind of, I, 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 like I said, I'm kind of waiting for what team's going to step up and go, sure, we'll take Cabrera. You eat most of his contract. White Sox, you can have him back. We're done with him. <laughs> have him back? You mean Marlins? Marlins, oh, yeah. My bad. Wrong Cabrera. Wrong team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, at this point in his career, what else do you get? You have to eat most of his contract, and you have what? You got a guy who can hit singles and run the first real slow. (laughs) Exactly. He knows how to use his dick. Well, did you know that? Okay. No, no, we know that because his baby mama in Miami, by the way, not his wife, is raising kids that, by the way, are younger than than him and his wife have been married. Put two and two together, that's a powerful erection. So, obviously, his dick works, all right? So... Yeah, but he's paying what? What was it? Hundred and it's not Blake Griffin money, but it's close. It's like what, hundred and seventy-five thousand a month in child support, something like that. It's probably the number great Blake Griffin's baby mama heard and went, "Wait, you can get that much?" Yeah, I know, right? It's <laughs> how come all these uh, athletes' wives and girlfriends don't take it in the bud or swallow. That's just watching money. That's just watching bags of money fly out the window as you burp <laughs> yeah. them up. You know, it's watching money run down the crack of their ass. Literally, like, damn, that could have been twins. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the winter meetings. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, the Tiger. We we just know it's going to be a shit show, right? And unless a major signing comes out of nowhere, I mean, we can probably expect more of the same this season too, right? Yeah, can't wait. 
Well, according to Ken Rosenthal, you have winter meetings day one, which was the 10th, which I don't know if this is, let's see, has this been updated? Uh, uh, nah, I'm not going to, it's a, supposedly there was a, th- a three-team uh, trade in the talks. Yankees, Mets, and Marlins somehow. Uh, not knowing if Snydergaard was involved. Mets would not part with him. Three years control if only getting a player with two years in return. Okay, never mind. Sorry. I didn't realize this was a... I thought this was an updated story. It wasn't, so my bad. So, what... what you drive man moment. Yeah, squirrel. Um, well, I mean, you know, we want to get right up to date. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, he's a Philadelphia Philly now. He must must really like giving his money to the state of Pennsylvania in taxes. Yeah, well, he was a pirate, and then the pirates got rid of him to the Yankees. Yeah, yes, and then so he's still in the tri-state area. You know, now he's just down in Philly. Three-year, fifty million dollar deal with oh. a fifty. The fifteen oh, million dollar, with a fifteen million dollar club option and a three million dollar buyout in twenty twenty two. Like this, got to be his last deal. The thirty two year old played the first nine years of his career with the Pittsburgh Pirates before he was traded to the San Francisco Giants before the start of last season. McCutcheon was then dealt to the Yankees at the non waiver trade deadline. So he's thirty two. Yeah. He's probably got one more deal after this as long as he can still do something in the field. Yeah, I did. one more deal if he doesn't get hurt. You know what I've noticed? In all the sports except for basketball, once you win a championship the next year, you break up the band. Baseball's doing it with the Red Sox and, and uh, um, um, what you call it, Houston. They did it with uh, Chicago. They damn sure did it with the Royals. Was the answer um, because salary cap? Is that why? No, there's no salary no, cap in baseball. It, not just that. I mean, even if there was, they could afford it. They put the band together. Well, it's a luxury tax. It's that's the problem. And I mean, Todd, Todd did explain it, and it's it is you know, it 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 came. It, the way he explained it, it seemed like he was giving his opinion, but it it, it it's not it wasn't his it wasn't just his opinion. It's backed up by facts. The new trend in baseball is to build your core team around young players who you can control their contract, who you have a lot of team control over, and you got them for cheap. Add in the big the big ticket free agents as you need, win, and then get rid of the the guys you can. Get more prospects. Start the start the process over again, because there is a luxury tax in baseball. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think the Yankees, Red Sox, Tigers, uh, Car- maybe the Cardinals and the Cubs, like for a good almost decade straight, like they were all paying it. So I mean, it it you know that's. You do that for a decade, I, I, yeah, I guess that can get to be fucking a drain on the system. Especially when, look what you have at the end of it. What do the Tigers have? Tigers had a bunch of great players, but they could never get them to do anything. They trade them away, and they all go win World Series. To the same GM. Yeah. <laughs> which is fucking maddening. But yeah, which makes no sense. <sighs> that means Dombrowski has won everywhere he's went. 
except for Detroit. He's won in Miami. He's won in Boston. And he couldn't win in Detroit. And I would dare say Detroit, at one point, Illich sat down with Dave Dombrowski and said, you have an open checkbook. As long as I don't have to sell Little Caesars or the Red Wings, you have an open checkbook. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, you know, McCutcheon, he's a 287 career hitter, 223 home runs, 185 stolen bases, 32. He's on the tail end of the accepted t- time period of being called a, you know, in the prime. And I, but I mean, I, is, is anyone expecting the Phillies to make like, you know, a world series run? No. Well, I mean, they were better than expected last year, but didn't they shit the bed at the end? Well, so were the Brewers, and what news have we heard out of Milwaukee? Nothing. Exactly. Chirp, chirp, chirp. That's where, if you were in studio, I'd say hit that sound effect. I mean, you know, is at least it's not a long-term deal for Philly. To me, $50 million for three years for him, even with the buyout, seems kind of high. You know, three, four years ago? Yeah. Now? Uh, so, yeah, dude, you have two teams that are winners in recent memory that had him, the Giants and the Yankees. And they both were like, yeah, later for you. That's got to tell you something. Yeah, D- done bone well for you. So, yeah, good times at the winter meetings. Are they, are they one week or two weeks? I think two. To be honest with you, this is, it's funny, you know, to, to, to pivot just a little bit. This is something that, like... In the mid two thousands, when I started hearing about on like ESPN and Fox Sports, because when we were younger, did we ever hear about the fucking the hot stove, the winter meeting shit? No, you never did. You know, you woke up every morning, you grabbed a sports section, and if there was a blockbuster move, you were like, "Oh shit!" You know, now it's like it's like the build up to the draft for the NFL. Well, that's just what I was going to say. Is this baseball trying to make this their draft? Well, yeah, since their draft has like, what, 50 fucking rounds and like maybe one or two players will actually go on to be an everyday player out of every team's 50-round draft or whatever it is. It is actually in the middle of the season. Yeah, so, you know, it, it, it's just very strange to me. Like, still, it's like, I don't, how, should, I don't know, how excited should you get? I mean, I remember the first time I was excited about it is when I heard about the Cabrera Dontrell Willis uh, trade with Florida. And I was like, oh, shit. And I'm ashamed to admit this now. I was actually excited that they got Dontrell Willis because I thought we needed a <laughs> left-handed <laughs> starter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then quickly I was like, why did I even ever admit that in public? What the fuck's wrong with me? Yeah, I took, I took some heat for that one. But the only, the only thing I can say is we also got Cabrera. So do you want to get... Do you want to go back in time and not get him and have Dontrell Willis? And you got to remember, at that point in time, everyone was like, fuck no, we're going to win like three, four World Series with Cabrera. Fast forward 10 years. <laughs> You've like been to three or four World Series with him, but... Well, yeah, but I mean, it's not because he couldn't hit. Well, the one the one year he couldn't stay sober. That's 2009. Yeah. Fury is partying with the White Sox. The, yeah, yeah. What was it? The night before game 163? Mm-hmm. Th- thanks for that, bud. Oh, isn't it, that the one where they had to go get him out of jail? Yeah, the morning of that game, I believe. Yeah. It's like, didn't anyone... I understand that maybe since English is a second language to him, like, 
maybe the, 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 you know, you have to explain things to him in his native tongue. That's fine. Couldn't they get a translator to go, mm. we want to tell you a story about a Michigan football team in 2007 <laughs> who went out and partied like it was 1999 and then fucking became the, on, you know, on the shit end of the stick of the biggest upset in college football history. You know, <clears throat> that's what happens when you go party the night before a big game. You ain't Mickey Mantle. You're not pulling it off, buddy. How do you say don't get fucked up in Spanish? Yeah. No mas cerveza, por favor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, you know, if he pulls it, do cerveza. No, no, no mas. <laughs> you, <laughs> vamanos, vamanos. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, one of the greatest home run hitters in baseball ever was a fall-down drunk, Babe Ruth. There's been a lot of players who've done great things, either half-drunk, hungover, on acid, on, you know, on a baseball field. Doc Ellis. Ty Cobb, you know. looking at you. <laughs> no, Ty Cobb was just mean. <laughs> he, was, he was playing on pure hatred, I think. Uh. I, I don't think, I don't think, I, seriously, I don't, in his younger years at least, I don't think alcohol was as big of a factor. Now, when he became a player manager, who knows? And I know later in life, apparently he was a fucking mean-ass drunk, but I think that was more because he couldn't play anymore. And, you know, when you don't have the thrill of going out every day and playing and people cheering for you, you got to replace it with something. I mean, that's why there's so many musicians that get off stage and when that high is gone, they're like... <laughs> Well, pass that cocaine. <laughs> That'll keep the party going. And you have a spoon and a tourniquet. But no, I mean, Mantle was a fucking horrible fall down drunk. You know, I mean, it's it, that's not even up for debate at this point. I mean, it was a well, it was a, not well, it was a poorly kept secret. But I mean, the beat writers didn't snitch on the players like they do today. You know, we've talked about that and periodically from time to time but <clears throat> i mean shit even even as recently as you know at least the late 80s maybe early 90s for some guys they you know they kind of had a you know bubble of protection around them it seems like in the mid 90s that bubble got popped by the media big time and it, like the first big one i can think of is the mark mcguire creatine issue you know when he's given an interview and some fucking evil-eyed fucking beat writer goes hey mark what's that in that fucking container behind your head oh that's creatine oh okay is that how come you now look like the incredible bulk <laughs> and, and you, you used to be you know kind of a kind of a skinny guy and by the way so did everybody in fucking oakland all of a sudden get huge you know that kind of that kind of Pop the top or pop the bubble on that. Why are all then, your legs small? Because <laughs> they skip leg day every day. <laughs> oh, Don't God. miss like that. But yeah. So, <clears throat> anything else from the uh, the that, that that you guys have from the winter meetings? No, nothing. That nothing earth shaking. I think we we covered all of the anything worth covering so far. Well, I mean, it's there's the you know. Yasiel Puig talk that the Dodgers and Reds are discussing a trade for him. And, uh, yeah, according to Dylan Hernandez of the Los Angeles Times, it's either because, A, 
he's disgruntled, or B, because the Dodgers want to clear salary and roster spots in order to sign a big-name player. Oh, let's go with B. I know he's probably not a big fan of B, but it's probably B, because he hasn't worked out like he's supposed to have worked out. I remember seeing shit on him on ESPN when he first came out, you know, his first season. Oh, he's going to be the next big thing in L.A., and all this and that, and the whole big, uh, wasn't there a big to-do about how he came over here and all that shit? Yeah, and how he was playing baseball on his terms, and him and him and uh, management and the front office bumping heads, but they were like, you know, you got to let, like, you know, that's just Manny being Manny, you got to let Puig be Puig type shit was, you know, you were hearing that from a lot of people, and where'd all that go? Uh I'll tell you one place to the DL. That's probably a place you could check. You could start checking, start there, and then get on the bus to Underwhelming Town because that's really the two things. I mean, he's, as far as I know, he's been hurt a lot, and then yeah, he hasn't. He has not put up the numbers he is supposed to have been putting up. Well, the, you know, I guess the rumor in the baseball world is, or a rumor, a rumor. There's a rumor. In the baseball world, is that uh, Dodgers are going to make a run at Bryce Harper? If that's the case, he's going to right field. So, what do you do with Puig? But if you send Puig to the Reds, talks are that the Dodgers would have to take on the Reds pitcher Homer Bailey and the twenty-eight million he still owed. So, that another kind of, guy that comes with a big sack of money. Yeah, that kind of defeats the purpose of getting rid of Puig. You know, to, to cut salary. But what are you going to do? You know, that's, well, I guess, well, oh, yeah, it's no, it's no longer, it's, it's no longer called the luxury tax. It's the competitive balance tax. <laughs> it's a, hey, you have more money than everybody else tax. Yeah, I don't pump gas for a living. I'm a petroleum discharge engineer. <laughs> Wouldn't it make sense for Cincinnati? And thinking about it this way with Cincinnati. Wouldn't this kind of be like a a Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin type move for the Reds? They don't really got anything going on. They need people to come sit in that ballpark. Maybe Puig would help people come sit in that ballpark. They'd eat a little bit of their salary because, again, they're Cincinnati. Nobody's coming there anyway. Yay, nay. Well, yeah, and it kind of feels like it would be probably a situation like what happened with uh, Robinson Cano. Like, okay, he's going to put, out of curiosity and, and, and name, you know, drawing power, he's going to put asses in the seats for a season or two. And then once they see that the team's going nowhere with him and people lose interest, the team will be like, okay, uh, anybody want to take him off our hands for us? Come on now. Somebody step up. I mean, and there are teams that seem to have a win-now mentality this offseason, the Mets being one of them. But, I mean, uh, you know, Cano already went to the Mets. They've made you know, a few other moves. Ah, yeah. How much more are they willing to take on to try to force a World Series? Yeah. I mean, on top of that, you always, you always have to remember, there's the looming rookie of the year sensation, former Jesus in football cleats. We all know who I'm talking about. Come on, come on, fellas. Don't make me say his name. You guys know. Cricket. Cricket. Jesus Tebow Christ. In the Mets organization? Oh, that's right. Oh, come on. I'm forgetting about that. Yes, and someone high up. Thing? 
someone high up in the in the front office said that he looks good to make the team this year out of spring training. I'll oh stop boy. It. Oh boy. The fuck you telling me to stop it for? Eat a dick, motherfucker, cocksucker. Call the fucking Mexican guy in the front office. Tell him to stop it. Is no, he, I, like, no, 30? I want him. T- I want him tested three times a fucking week for what AIDS? Fuck no. no. For the you know, juice. Have you seen how big that guy has gotten? And when he had the maids, I went to my synagogue and prayed for him. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. That guy is fucking enormous. That's well, a big boy. He's got to channel all that sexual energy from all mm-hmm. the sex he doesn't have because of his love for Jesus into working out. Matter of fact, I, I, he could be tested every fucking day. I In still fact, ain't buying it. In fact, I think where he's probably working out, like I, you know, it's crazy. Some people are saying where he works out is a gym that's an all male gym, that's full of nothing but like shaved, oiled up guys who look just like him, but booty naked, working out together. Shocking. That's just what that's just what some people have been saying. I I don't know. Some people, not me, but some people. Yes. No one on this I, podcast. I'm just, I'm just saying that motherfucker is juiced up. <laughs> I wake up juiced up. (laughs) (laughs) He was in Florida when he was in Denver. That motherfucker, scrawny is a motherfucker. If you haven't seen a picture of him lately, look him up. He is fucking enormous. He is a Barry Bonds made over. All right, well, then the guy's head size went up three sizes. Chris, I'm not kidding you, man. Tim Tebow is enormous. It sounds homoerotic when you say it. I was about to say, man. No, no, it's not (laughs) even close, dude. He does the Jesus pose now with the hand and the shit. It looks like he's striking a a Mr. Universe pose, dude. Dude, I I got a better punchline for that. You're not the first man to ever say that. There, that's better. (laughs) Oh, Tebow, what rippling muscles. Yeah. Well, you know what, dude? If he is, he better be he better be calling the people that are ahead of the fucking MLB's testing curve. Because God forbid if he does make the major league roster, he actually does start to do something and then he gets busted for that, he's done, son. Where's he going to go? As far as I know, there's no there's no Jesus Christ baseball league for him to go play for where they're going to forgive him. I mean, he can play on his church's softball team. He'd start it. But I mean, that's it. Like it or you not, make the Jesus fish and a and a and a. Oh, you can make the Jesus fish look like a baseball bat, and then you somehow have a ball in there. Like it or not, he drew a lot of attention to himself. If he gets caught cheating like that, that pretty much puts him forever in the Lance Armstrong, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. You cheated. Sit down, shut up, camp. Well, let me ask you guys: Have you seen a picture of him lately? Yeah, he's a big motherfucker, big biscuit-eating-looking motherfucker. Yeah, he's fucking enormous. Oh yeah, I saw him on ESPN a few weeks ago. He looks like he looked ten years ago, just like in a suit. No, all right. He's always been a big guy. They were talking about when he was in college. If he couldn't play quarterback, moving him to like fullback or possibly like if he could catch a ball like tight end those aren't positions that are normally you know small guys go into all right those are some big motherfucking guys i I don't think he's big enough to play tight end but i i could have seen him lining up in fullback in an eye formation Uh uh-huh i could see him fucking hey it's you know second and goal one yard to go hand the ball to tebow 
let him fucking just run over that fucking line. And that's before saying, he, now he, he just looks like he squeezes that bat. And you can hear the bat screaming. You can hear the wood compressing. Seriously. <laughs> He's squeezing the bat so hard. There's juice. There's like sap dropping out of the bat. Or like, there's we splinters we coming out. off of it. There's splinters in his gloves. The chalk has become part of the bat now. <laughs> he squeezes it and a pine tar runs up the bat to get away from his hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well still I, I so that's that's the the, the rumor would put this all started off with Pui there we go now we're talking about how Tebow is possibly I'm not saying he is if anybody's saying he is it's Iceman so that's who you need to contact Mr. Tebow's lawyers <laughs> yeah uh, bring it I watched that I went through that shit in high school kid left the fucking gym and School one year, he was itty-bitty. He couldn't break wind with anything. Came back, he couldn't put his fucking arms down. He was so goddamn big. <laughs> He's like the kid in fucking A Christmas Story. I can't put my arms down. I ain't playing. That's how the kid looked. It's like, what did you do? I, I, I hit the gym. Down. I hit the gym. <laughs> you hit something, but it wasn't no goddamn gym. Maybe his name was Jim. Yeah. Yeah, Jim sold you the steroids. Hey, guys, my shoulder itches and I can't reach it with my hand. Could you please scratch my shoulder? Or just, here, let me pull this tree out of the ground. Ugh, and here, I'll scratch my back with it. There we go. Ugh. I'm going to take a shower. Didn't you just get out of the shower? Yeah, but I took a shit and couldn't wipe my ass. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have a fire hose on, the, on standby to fucking clear out his asshole. <laughs> Fuck a bidet. Just cut the top off the fucking... The fire hydrant. Let him squat over it. Oh, Christ. Oh, that's graphic. <laughs> well, I'm trying to paint a nice picture. <laughs> Rich puts way more thought into this shit than I do. <laughs> I'm just like, look, the guy can't wipe his ass. Got to take a shower. Fucking Rich goes off. <laughs> He's got different ways. He's like Emerald. Let's take it up another notch. He's painting a he's painting a picture. Ice didn't necessarily say it was a pretty picture, but he's painting a picture. All right, thanks, well, Mister Ross. Appreciate you. Well, what do you want me to fucking do? Want me to want me to sit here and go into the into the Eddie Murphy delirious? Hey, boy, you look mighty fine in them jeans. Now come here and fuck me in the ass. Don't go too quick. I clench my butt cheeks, rip your dick off. You know. <laughs> It's already been done, dude. Come on. We got to come up with different ways of saying this shit. It's true. All right. Uh, so football already? Well, wait, I, I thought I thought Iceman, we had rumors from his uh, his black friend about something that might happen six, six to eight months in the future in the NBA. This is not my black friends. This is, it's hey, news. No, because in- you don't have black friends, plural. We know. You got a singular homeboy. <laughs> hey, I got three or four. Fight me. Three or four what? Black friends. So you're not uh, racist. You're not racist. I'm not racist to the third or fourth power. Do they still live <laughs> back in Michigan? Because I've been to Kansas. Motherfuckers have been in your house. You racist than a motherfucker. <laughs> three, four. All right, that's it. Goddamn. Is it, do they still live back in Michigan? Because I've been to Kansas. <laughs> there are like a Anyways. lot more than two black people can't be in the same place in Kansas. Yeah, come on. a cop showing up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, come on. Let's get it over with. It's not just 
my opinion or any friends that I've heard tell this has been on the four letter network. It's out there. It's news okay. talking about off season moves with yes. the LA Clippers. Even though we're not halfway through the season. Yeah. Yeah. But it's big news because it involves the, one of the biggest names in the NBA with Kevin Durant going to the Clippers followed by Kyrie, not Kyrie. What's his name? Leonard. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. I, I don't know. I get all these motherfuckers. Mixed up. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard. See? Wow, yeah, that's when you got to contact your black friend and be like, y'all look alike. Can you tell me which one's which? Oh, Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> fucking Jesus. <laughs> Whatever. Just, and the cops look, are the damn. They all look like Tyson. Look, we know, we know, okay, that you got to wrap it up here early tonight. That way you can hit the dry cleaners and get your sheets. So let's just go ahead and get this over with. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I got your hood. I got your hood. <laughs> so okay, I okay. Let me play dumb because I am, and I, I just I don't care about the NBA. Uh, so what would that mean? Would that be a building of a new super team? Yeah, in the state well, of I, California. That's actually what it's looking to be because they still have uh, Jordan over there as center and you would be feeding two of the biggest superstars in the NBA and Kawhi Leonard just joined the Raptors. He got out of San Antonio to go to the Raptors because for whatever reason, he wasn't happy with one of the greatest coaches ever in Greg Popovich. So he decided to sit out and play hurt and not come back and not probably because Popovich don't take no mess. Yeah. <laughs> Popovich don't take no mess. He takes <laughs> no, he, he gives no fucks. That's truth. But yeah, so now I guess they're they're looking to to form that over in a LA Clipper style. So, but the biggest thing, I mean, that is what it is. You know, he he's a journeyman. He's going to run around in the NBA. That's fine. But Kevin Durant leaving Golden State is kind of a bigger story. That feeds back into the uh, fight that he had with Draymond Green that cost Draymond Green a game, one game suspension. And then members of Golden State came out and said, "Well, you know, we weren't all." ready to sign him in the free agency anyway, talking about Kevin Durant. So it's kind of like, thanks for coming. Thanks for helping us get another ring. Now get your ass on. I mean, that's the kind of the feeling I'm getting that they're treating, you know, Kevin Durant with. First of all, wasn't it two rings? And second, uh, what if he gets a third one? You think he'll uh, get three in a row? You think he's going to? Well, no. Uh, Golden State's only won two. Didn't they win two in a row? I thought it was two. I thought they won one, they lost one, and then they won one. They won one, they lost one, and then they won two. Didn't oh. they win two in a row? Yeah, but I think just this one, this, the second one in a row they had with Kevin Durant. Yes. They only won one with Kevin Durant. Yes. Correct. Now I think about it. Yeah, you know, God, God damn it. You know, too, and I always, we always sit here and we argue this shit, and it's like we all have an internet connection. So, well, just because, because we're half sports fans, we want to show that we know some things about some things. That's because once we look it up on the internet, the argument ends. The fun of this show is the arguing, not <laughs> not finding out who's right. It's it's not the it's not the destination. It's the journey. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, what yeah. keeps people coming back. <laughs> God damn it, Earl, I was right. He's a two-time NBA champion. He won in 2017. He won in 2018. Okay. Yeah. 
So congratulations on two rings. Now get the fuck out. Yeah, so no, but I'm saying if he gets a third one, you think he's going to be so quick to... And, and if he helps him get a third one, I mean, because they can say all they want, oh, we worked, so uh, we didn't want to be so quick to sign him. But weren't there fucking stories about them all getting together and going out to his house and shit to be like, hey, come sign with us? No, they met in the Hamptons. The whole fucking team, the whole starting five, yeah. Golden State went to the Hamptons yeah. and, and recruited Kevin Durant. Winning solves a lot of problems. Yeah, it does. Okay. And guess what? They're still the number one seed in the Western Conference. So, like, uh, you know, can we hold up on the panic button? It, there's no panic button. Not not even a little bit. But the thing is, is they were great before Kevin Durant. They'll be great after Kevin Durant. But here's the thing with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant gave up a lot so he could go get a ring. And he ended up with two. Very, very, very possibly three at the end of this year. Okay, so now you got three rings. Isn't it time to go get paid? Because they weren't paying him in Oklahoma. Get paid like he got three rings? And then he didn't get a whole lot to go to uh, to Golden State. He's getting, Kevin Rance getting vacation house money now. He's getting, we're going to get that third, that third or fourth house kind of money. And either that, either that or have another baby's mama. Yeah. Well, speaking of, LA I'm Clippers got white rid- woman kind of money. Right. LA Clippers got rid of Blake Griffin <laughs> and uh, Chris Paul. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, you might be a Bernie Mac joke. What's the first two things a rookie in the NBA gets? A house for his mama and a white girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh hey, hey, send your hate mail to Bernie Mac. It's buried somewhere <laughs> in Chicago, okay? And if you think I'm disrespecting Bernie Mac, you don't know me. I ain't scared of you yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> you dumb son of a bitch. Love that, man. Oh. We can get it on tonight, all right? <laughs> it ain't no bullshitting about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's just, that's about the only thing I got to add about the NBA talk. <laughs> Bernie Mac quote from fucking 15 years ago. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm sorry. You were trying to make a point before I just shit all over it. You did. (laughs) The LA Clippers wipe their slate clean. The only person they're holding on to is Jordan in the center. And that's a good thing they did because if they bring those two in, they're going to need them. And that's a hell of a... A hell of a three shot there. I mean, that's triangle offense. You start recruiting uh, Phil Jackson in there. Whoo, game over. Yeah, but the Clippers don't exactly suck. Clippers don't exactly suck, but they have cleared their slate and have definitely got the room for those two guys. I mean, yeah, they're seventeen and ten right now. They're a game and a half out of first. They had the same record as the horrible, shitty Lakers. Lakers suck. Uh, let's see in. One, two, uh, in two divisions, they'd be in first. So, yeah, so I guess we'll see. Well, you know, since he, you know, Ice brought up his <clears throat> weekly Lakers suck point, I do have to ask this, this, okay, this, as just the most casual of fans who don't give a fuck, when does the uh, roster merry-go-round start in L.A. in earnest? <laughs> With with 
with LeBron, basically we all know pulling the strings behind the scenes, but you know, going, well, you know, they just decided to make some moves and had really nothing to do with me, and blah 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 blah, blah and it's like, yeah, okay, yeah I don't think I don't think he's going to get the same pull in L.A. that he had in Cleveland because they, he didn't have that pull down in Miami. Down in Miami, they didn't play. They were like, all right, just sit there and shut the fuck up. We got this. We know what we're doing. They had that hometown boy equity in Cleveland, I think. Right. And and the hey, he had that scare factor where he looked at the owner and, and the management was like, I'll leave. I've done it once. I'll leave. Yeah. Here. He, he just but busts out Miami, his phone and starts. Miami was like, I will, I'll go home. I'll go home. Get the fuck out. Eddie Murphy, pull over. No, no, we'll have none of that. Nowadays, pull over. I'm getting out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> enjoy the shoe leather express bitch say what you yeah. mean mean what you say right. and that's what miami did to him they were like hey, i'll go home i will bye matter of fact give me your contract see you I already got your plane ticket bye and cleveland so, he's like pulling out his phone he's like starting to price flights to la in front of him like i'll leave like look price line right here i can get fly for 200 tonight I, I, not only do, do, I, do I got Priceline bookmarked, I got William Shatner's fucking phone number on speed dial. Yeah, I'll call I'll Bill him. Shatner. He'll give me a $100 plane ticket. Exactly. First class all the way, son. I ain't fucking yeah. around. I'll get, I'll get the chicken and the shrimp dinner on the way to <laughs> L.A., all right? I'm wrapped bacon around the shrimp. <laughs> I'm LeBron James, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I will have filet mignon wrapped in bacon with shrimp wrapped in bacon on top of that shit and deep fried in bacon grease. That's how I'm going to have it. <laughs> in fact, just just bring me the cow and slaughter it, and I'll pick what parts I want in front of it, and you just take it up front yes. and cook it on the engine. <laughs> <laughs> all so the no, steak, think all the steak done, medium well. <laughs> but seriously, uh, over in L.A., you, you got Magic Johnson. And uh, what is it, Jerry? Some or other. Just, you can't say this LeBron trade's working out, can you? You can't. It would just kill you to say it. Oh, it's working out way better than it did drafting Mr. Ball. Well, you could argue it's helping out Lonzo. Like his Lonzo's being talked about a very complimentary piece to LeBron. <laughs> Good job. You can dish the ball. You're a great passer. Yay! Team sports. You pass like Pippin, but you shoot like Cartwright. Moving on. <laughs> I have never seen anybody shoot from the side of their head ever. Alrighty. So in other words, you just—it's a very long way, a long-winded way of saying it's a very long story, but very well-told way of saying. Yeah. <laughs> saying that uh, LeBron doesn't have the big dick. Uh, uh, swinging like he he did when he was in cleveland so it, it, he better just fucking shut up and make make do with what he's got i'll, I'll put it to you this way lebron james is fucking old and his better wow. days of basketball is behind him and he's there to put ass in the seats he's a name wow. Giver. wow really man really 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 i don't have the energy for this right now you don't need the energy. You can't debate that. But he's made the, he made the finals like eight years in a row. What the You're fuck right. are you talking about? Absolutely. One more time. His best days are behind him. 
Chris is Chris is still worn out from all that newlywed sex. You can't, you can't, you, you got to give him a heads up before you spring this <laughs> <Yeah>. on him. <laughs> Do you think uh, for one second he's going for a ninth straight final with LA? Chris needs a four loco and a five hour energy drink. Yeah. He needs he needs a six loco or he needs a okay. nine loco. <laughs> Powerade, monster. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be mainlining fucking. Red Bull, <laughs> just to have this conversation. <laughs> Do I think this year, Ice? Probably not, but I think he'll get one before he retires. I think he wants this. I think he wants this notch in his bedpost, so to speak. He wants to say that he helped bring a championship back to L.A. Then he'll ride off into the sunset with magic. Get AIDS. The problem with LeBron James is he's not enough. He never has been. He never no. will. You need to put players around him. But you got to realize that the type of athlete that puts an entire team on his back is very rare. Like those are like generational kind of players. You know, they're there's you know guys who can who can play. You know, it's and jumping ahead to football, but guys like Aaron Rodgers used to be, kind of still is. Guys like Patrick Mahomes is turning out to be. You know, guys are like, as long as they're on your team, you got a shot. You know, those are, they're not supposed to be on every team. They're supposed to be very rare kind of people. And LeBron, let's be honest, at one point in his career, one-on-one was the most dominant player one-on-one in the league. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's... That may not be, yeah, he's not Jordan. Okay, great, wonderful. But that's not a bad fucking, you know, under other skills and hobbies on your resume to have. You know, at one point was the most dominant one-on-one player in, in the NBA. No, absolutely. And I agree with that. Once upon a time. The LeVar Ball said he'd be. I still can't believe that. Notice, notice he's been quiet the last year, by the way. LeVar? Yeah, you ain't heard a lot out of Daddy Ball. No, I think the mafia kind of got to him from L.A. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I, I, I got to kind of wonder how much of that is, uh, yeah, from from the top in L.A. going, do you like your seats? Do you like your son playing for the Lakers? Then you better shut the fuck up. Yeah. How about his second season? You don't say shit. No, I just, I picture Magic Johnson turning into Vin Rames. <laughs> From Pulp Fiction. Giving him the speech that gives Bruce Willis. No, you're all right. Get out of here, man. You feel that? That's pride fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck I'm gonna, pride. I'm going to call a few no, pipe-hitting niggas. But Daddy Ball <laughs> walked out that meeting talking about, I'm pretty fucking far from all right, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ain't no, ain't no bald white boy with a samurai sword came save me in that meeting. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino lied. That's not how the real world works. In the real world, Zed gets two turns on your ass. <laughs> and who in the right mind actually wears a fucking mask with a zipper? Come on. The gimp. The gimp. <laughs> Uh, the dude who was paid to do it on American uh, Horror Story. <laughs> what do you want me to fucking say? I don't know. I'm not into that shit. Uh, how, 
You want to wear a costume? You better fucking save that shit for Halloween. I need you butt booty naked in the bedroom. <laughs> I don't care how easy vinyl is to clean up. <laughs> so all the way back to your question, Rich. No, I don't think he has car blanche over in L.A. I don't think he ever will. Fair enough. All right. So, well, I, before we move on to, to football, one story that I think is is interesting because this is a, a story that I think it, it could only happen in the NHL post two thousands lockout, which is the current state of the Chicago Blackhawks. Chicago Blackhawks went from cup hopefuls in the early to mid nineties to a decade long streak of. Well, at least their uniforms are nice. And then, after the lockout, built a pretty good team up and did what a lot of people said was going to happen in the salary cap era of the NHL, which is build a good team up with players, started to win, and got afraid of losing those players. Started locking players into ridiculously long contracts. Pretty much all backloaded. And now you have the end result of that type of thinking. You have a Blackhawks team who's in last place in their division, is in the basement as far as the power rankings, and has only led in any game they've played in the last three weeks for 45 minutes. Damn. The light at the end of the... rim. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And by the way, they won three Stanley Cups since 2010. Yeah, I was going to say, in the last five years, they have two Stanley Cups. Mm -hmm. The fuck? Um, there is some light at the end of the tunnel for teams, for them and teams that are, you know, in that type of situation, which is, uh, the salary cap will go up next season from 75 million to between 78 and 82 million, which will give them some relief, which had their general manager, Stan Bowman doing fucking jumping jacks. Cause he's like, good fucking dump some of this fucking you know, salary, whatever, eat some salary, get rid of some guys, bring in some fresh blood. But this is really, this is this is the reality of a league that had no salary cap. If you were willing to spend and make shrewd moves, you could win. And now, well, there's forced parity across the league. And Chicago was in a position to take advantage of it for the first uh, eight, ten years. But once that window slammed shut, it really slammed the fuck shut. I mean, big time. And I think that the also the light at the end of the tunnel is, even though NHL has a draft lottery, and if you finish dead last, you only have an 18% chance of getting that number one pick overall, <clears throat> there's a lot of talent coming into the league. And whether you like the game as it is now or not, the facts are you don't have to draft these hulking fucking power forwards, defensive defensemen that are going to go out there, regulate, strike fear into the heart of every other fucking player that's not wearing their uniform on the ice and create space for the star players. Because we've seen, we've seen that the physical game has went from the enforcers do the fighting to protect the stars to if there's a big hit, Everybody gets into a fight. I mean, Dylan Larkin injured his hand in a fight for the Red Wings. That's the equivalent of, like, Iserman or uh, uh, Fedorov injuring his hand in a fight back in the day. Why would you need to do that? 
You had Probert, you had Coaster, you had McCarty. That's what they're there for. And, I mean, without getting into conspiracy theories, I think this is the NHL's roundabout way of saying, see, we're not going to ban fighting, but you see what happens when your stars have to stick up for themselves? They get injured. Do you really want them to get injured? So tell them not to fight. It's like the worst public service announcement ever. Oh. <laughs> you know, I know is- a few uh, former Blackhawks that are pissed about the team, but yeah. Well, what have you heard? Was oh, Jeremy no. Roenick calling you and talk with you every night? Or? Yeah, him, Tony Amani, Ed Belfour, Chris Chelios. I could do this all day. Eric Daze tried, but you wouldn't take his call. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't remember if Keith Carney called you using 1-800-COLLECT so it didn't save you some money like, no sorry I turned down those charges hey Chicago so, there's, there's people in Chicago right now that thought that was fucking hilarious I was about to say somewhere there's an NHL fan going god damn this motherfucker remembers Keith Carney god damn <laughs> like I was figuring he'd say Dave Manson or something but no he come up with Keith Carney shit <laughs> <laughs> wait what, what, what next? Ryan Vandenbush? What the fuck? You know, Enrico Ciccone? What the fuck? <laughs> but uh, no, I'm a classic looking at you. But no, it's 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 this is this is the this is the state of the NHL now, and you know it's the game the younger folks want. And I, to my chagrin i'm listening to the red sox or red sox listen to the red wings on the radio the other day and i hear both announcers talking about how great the salary cap has been for the nhl how much more exciting the game is how much better the switch to three on three overtime until you know for for one period until or five minutes until there's a you know, and at least in the regular season, a shootout, how great that is. And I'm just like, wow. So I guess I'm a dinosaur. I'm irrelevant now. Like, it, it is official. The last nail of the hockey that I grew up loving has been driven into the fucking casket. Like, even, you know, and I can't say that these are people that are only saying this because they're collecting a paycheck from the NHL because they're technically they're collecting a paycheck from the Detroit Red Wings. And I mean, you know, if, if you're you live in Detroit, you know that that Mickey Redman still calls Red Wings games, still calls into to, you know, a few local shows, local podcasts. And you know how he feels. But like I guess it's just like me and Mickey Redman and a bunch of fucking like 50, 60 year old men drinking PBR talking about get off our lawn. We miss the old days. Like, I just, because it's, everybody seems great with it, you know? And if a team like, you know, an expansion team can come in, take other teams' third and fourth line cast-offs, build a Stanley Cup contender out of it, if, an, you know, if, if a team like Winnipeg can move. Oh, who could actually do that? I mean, really. You know, or from, from Atlanta and go to Winnipeg and actually have the hockey world excited within a season, then... One of those few times I gotta say, and I have to, you know, eat the humble pie. I guess I was wrong. I just, I'm sure there's a place in a lot of hockey fans' hearts for the type of game I want to see, just not in the NHL. So, yeah, you know, and the Blackhawks, they're in a down cycle. But I mean, you know, 
as bad as the down cycle is, as bad as it looks for the Hawks, because remember, they got rid of their coach earlier this year. It's not like, oh, shit. This is going to turn into like one of them 20-year stretches of just sucking. We're going to go from being the, 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 the late 70s, early 80s Islanders to the Islanders ever since the early 80s. Fuck, you know. That's not the sentiment coming out of Chicago from hockey fans. And it's not the sentiment coming from hockey experts who are watching what's going on in Chicago. At least the ones I've read and listened to. I mean, yeah, at the time, they're like, oh, yeah, this team's horrible. This team is absolutely garbage. It's, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's it's a dumpster fire. But that's for this season. Two, three seasons from now, we could be saying a different tune about them. And I guess that's what the NHL wanted, and they got it. So, All right. Yeah, the good thing about that is uh, the Las Vegas Knights did every single thing you just said with building the team with everybody else's cast-offs. Here's the scary thing. The NFL draft is being held in Las Vegas next year. So you think Joe Pesci's going to go down there and be like, hey, you motherfucker, you better not draft him first. He's going to the Jets this year. Might Might see somebody get drafted, arrested, and cut. On the same weekend. <laughs> and probably not in that order. Uh, yeah, if, 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 I, if I'm a, a, an agent and my, my client's going down there for the draft, I'm like, I'm flying with him in. I'm hiring handlers. He's never to leave. It, I'm hiring five handlers. Two of them mm-hmm. are to be on him at all times. He's never to be out of sight of both of them. On a video stream on this motherfucker at all times. Yes, to my iWatch or whatever the fuck I have. And the minute he's drafted, go do your interviews, sit down, hug your mama for the cameras, kiss your girlfriend, and then we're the fuck out of here and you're going home. Yeah. Because this is Vegas, and I ain't ain't fucking around with my paycheck. Right? That's how that's going to go. Well, I was more scared of the fact that maybe Oakland, or I guess the L.A. Raiders... Or LV Raiders was going to have some pull in there now that they're tanking their season. And they just beat the Raiders. We talked about the Raiders beat the Raiders. Hit the ball one more time and try it again. I said, <laughs> the Ra- yeah, they just beat I the mean, Steelers. That's, that's fair. I mean, Chris, come on. When he's got you, he's got you. I know you yeah. misspoke, but <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> you know, you know, but you see, wait a minute. See, you just jumped to, to, to the to the tinfoil, you know, suit with the tinfoil suspenders and you know, and your tinfoil trilby hat and all that shit to to the to, to the NFL. But see, I, I think you're missing something else that's going on in the NHL, which is Seattle's getting an expansion team. Now, I want to ask you a question. What do you think every single GM who left? players unprotected that were taken and went to Las Vegas has learned from that. <laughs> we're not Nothing. doing that again. We're yeah, Seattle's going to be, it's going to be called the Seattle shit pile. Yeah. I, that's what it's going to be. I, I would say that the, all the GMs are going to sign absolutely no name people and put everybody they want to protect on IR. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're sign all their, their stars to a one-day, two-way deal so they can send them down without having to clear waivers. And they're yeah. going to send them down on the day that, that Seattle gets to pick and be like, yep, it's crazy. We just have a bunch. We got Ty Domi on our roster. He's unprotected. <laughs> you can have him if you want it. Jeez. <laughs> like Jim Kite, he's still alive? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck. Who Bobby the Gerard Gallant was a coach? What, he's playing again? Yeah, Bobby Hall. And I'm pretty sure he's been retired for like three decades. I mean, come on, man. Corey Howe, this is just isn't a, he dead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like, oh, no, no. It's not Gordy Howe. It's Mark Howe, his son. Oh, okay. So he's only 80. All right. Yeah. Good. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> so. <sighs> but no, seriously. I mean, it, it, look at what happened. Do you think that. I'll, let me get your opinion on this. Talk about it. Don't just crack jokes and be like, okay, then, and move on. Think about it. If you're the rest of the league, you're going to be like in your GMs. There's there's meetings. You guys talk. Yes, you're in competition with each other, but you damn sure don't want to fucking give a brand-new fucking expansion team the keys to the kingdom like they inadvertently did the, the Golden Knights. So you know, I mean, I'm not saying there's going to be collusion or anything, but you know there's going to be like, we have to take a different approach to who we protect. Which means you might see teams protecting younger players who they have contractual control over and players who we consider stars being left unprotected because they're in the twilight of their career or they're entering the twilight of their career. Yeah, but that's kind of scary too. You really don't want to do that either. I call your attention back to the Red Wings. Red Wings had a bunch of players that were in the twilight of their career. I'll take you to Brett Hall, Chris Chelios, Brenda Shanahan. Remember that year? Luke Robitaille, Larry Luke Robitaille. Murphy. Yes, sir. And yeah, what happened? <laughs> yeah, but that was like an entire team that's going into the Hall of Fame. That's yeah. never happening again. Yeah, that was that was them in the avalanche and honestly looking back at it, the Devils even though the de- you know, the Devils didn't buy their players as much as the Avalanche and Red Wings did. They they came up through the system, but I mean that was just like wow. That's exactly. Those are teams that it's it can't happen again. Yeah, right now that's like that'd be like the Patriots signing Antonio Brown. Uh, Todd Gurley. Um, well, they already got Gronk. I mean, uh, you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that would just. Travis yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, that would just be shit that would never happen. Yeah, Aaron Donald, you know. Khalil they, Mack. Yeah, they go they go 19-0. and 0, you know? Who would release Khalil Mack and let somebody sign him for absolutely nothing? That would be unheard of. That's stupid. It never happened. Wait a minute. <laughs> Somewhere Chucky's like, I'm one of the 50 most beautiful people, according to People Magazine in ni- 1999. Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. But you got to wonder if that... Well, sorry, sorry. We'll get to the football. Sorry, we're talking no, no, about... No, I, no, no. It's just... This was just, this was just a, a discussion on... Not necessarily hockey, but I mean, just how teams are being handled in a league and yeah i mean it would be it would be insane it would be like a football team basically treating no, I, all its superstars for up and coming stars who they have control over who are on rookie contracts and not only winning with them but every single player agrees to sign for the league minimum to keep that team together to keep winning championships nobody goes for the big payday 
that's never going to happen. Somebody's going to step out of line and go, fuck you, I need to get paid. And that's that's why you'll never see another team like, you know, the early, the late 90s, early 2000 Avalanche, the Red Wings in 2002. It just, it's not in, it doesn't make sense. Like, You're not going to find 25 guys who are all going to agree to do that. Like, that... 2002 Red Wings team that was that, that, that wasn't even fair. Yeah, but you got to remember that 2002 Red Wings fair. team also in the first round of the playoffs looked like they were about to lose to Vancouver and scratched and clawed their way back. Yeah, it's true. Weren't they down three one? I believe so. I mean, that's that was like oh shit, we fucked up, you know. And I mean, they didn't have that player that like the Avalanche had when they had Ray Bork. You know, the Avalanche. You know, the Bruins sent Bork to Colorado. Colorado had a hall, a future Hall of Famer, one of the all-time great respected players in the game going, I'm here for one reason, to win a championship before I die, before I retire. And I don't want to do it behind a bench, and I don't want to do it from a front office. I want to skate on the fucking ice with it. I want the Stanley Cup to be handed to me on the ice. This is what I'm here for, and this is all I'm here for. So damn, damn the bullshit. Damn the horse shit. I don't want to hear about your little petty squabbles and who doesn't like who in the locker room. Get the fuck over it and let's win this motherfucker. And they did. They really, really did. And Boston appreciated it so much, they threw a parade for him in Boston, even though he won <laughs> with Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is before Boston was title town, by the way. <laughs> so, like, they were like, we'll take anything. They're like Cubs fans. They're like, shit. We want a playoff series? Oh, that's right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I pick up what you're, pick, what you're laying down, though, Rich. I, I definitely see that uh, NHL owners went, it's a fucking ice hockey team in the middle of the desert. What could they possibly do? Yeah, take whoever you want. Seriously. Good luck. And then <laughs> right after the beginning of the season, towards the middle, they were like, okay, oh, okay. Uh, we were kidding. You can calm down now. That wasn't Our a bear. Stop now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no physical challenge at the end of this, motherfucker. Stop. <laughs> and then they went all the way to the Stanley Cup and won the first game. They were like, seriously, seriously, blow the whistle. Cut it out. Yeah, and then they were like, and now we're going to do it in Seattle. I highly doubt the end of or the NHL owners are going, it's a fucking NHL team over in a coffeeville. Come on. What are they going to do? No, they're not. They're going, I'm protecting you. You're cool. I like you. Fuck you, and I'm out. They're not doing that twice. I have to believe the the, the strategy for the general managers is going to be much different this time around. If it's, yeah. if it's not, well, whatever the Seattle's, Hockey team's name is, they might make a deep run. <laughs> well, here's the first sign indicator. Don't give them a Stanley Cup winning goalie, dick. Yeah, that kind of yeah. helps. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Pittsburgh was like, we, we, we don't need Marc-Andre Fleury. We got another goalie right here. He won you the Stanley Cup. Duh. Well, I got to yeah. bring old shit. But you know because what? Because it's kind it'll, of relevant. It'll end up like some shit like Ben Bishop will end up in Seattle. And he'll go on a tear and win a Stanley Cup, and it'll be his, like, one year of, of, like, or at least he'll get to the Cup, 
and, and take him all the way, and he'll have like a like a like a Jaguar type finals, where he is the Conn Smythe winner, even though his team lost the cup. You know, and you know Ben Bishop will be like, "I was in Dallas last season. What the fuck happened? How'd this happen?" You know, it, seriously. I mean, I. It, I guess that is the excitement of the NHL now, and it, that is exciting in and of itself, but you never get that type of gain without sacrificing something. And I do I do miss the one through eight seeding. I think they need to go back to the one through eight seeding where, you know, in the West, one meets eight, two meets seven, et cetera, et cetera. Same in the East. Uh, you can keep the three on three overtime. Do not touch overtime in the playoffs whatsoever you want it you want it millennials want to call it sudden life instead of sudden death because that's going to piss off and offend dead people whatever i don't care just don't you think i'm joking no you think i'm joking that's not no we are there now ice i can't do it dude it on when bet used to have black college football saturdays whenever one of the games went to overtime. They called it Sudden Life. I'm not joking. This was the mid-2000s, okay? I'm not bullshitting. They were just a harbinger of things to come. So, just don't touch the format for overtime playoff hockey. Because I'm going to tell you what. There's two times any hockey fan, I don't give a fuck who they are, doesn't go to refresh their drink when two guys drop the gloves and when overtime in the playoff starts. Yeah, you don't miss it. Dead serious. They don't even go to commercial in the o- overtime in the playoffs. Like it's just like, yep. And, and I just have to tighten it. They tell you too. They say, okay, go get a drink, go to the bathroom, go do what you do. It's the last commercial break because we're going into OT. <laughs> yep. So. You know, the hey. actual quote from Don Cherry. Yep. Speaking of, there, we've we've we're we're at the end of an era here. Uh, Don Cherry's Rock'em Sock'em Hockey. Uh, I believe last season or this season is the last one, the thirtieth edition, done over with, never to be done again. So, what is that? If you're a real okay, it, it, at the end of the, in the off season, Don Cherry would release. The best of like his coach's corner hot takes, the the best hits, you know, goals. And at the end he would have like a countdown of the best fights of the season. And, you know, every year it was, you know, like a compilation of, you know, the manly shit in hockey. But of course we can't celebrate anything manly anymore because that's, you know, ooh, that's toxic masculinity. So whatever. I guess we I guess now after Rock'em Sock'em Hockey 30 is over with, they'll start Ice Ring uh, uh, ice, ice ring Girls 1. And it'll just be when they come out and they're like, oh, we got to sweep the hats up because he scored a hat trick. You know, and that's the end of it. Like, ooh, yay. But you can't say the chick is hot because that's sexually, like, objectifying her. So you got to be like, you know, I appreciate her for her GPA, even though I have no idea what it is. That's what I do. And those tight pants have nothing to do with why I'm actually watching this broad bend over and do shit on the ice. Absolutely nothing. So, uh, excuse me, you use the term broad? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, those tight pants that that hoe is wearing have absolutely nothing to do with... Uh, <laughs> uh, is hoe on, 
Coos, Gash. Um, what's the, what's what's the proper? I'm I can't. Uh, I believe the community. I, I, I just want to say, Rich, those some nappy headed hoes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that, dude. I, I will never forget that I saw that. I had to rewind, and I was like, what the fuck did he just say? Bye, and Amos. The, <laughs> the better part was Patrice O'Neill coming out and defending him and going, there was there was like uh, some lady from the National Organization for Women, and then there was like some uh, 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 activist from some, you know, black organization, and they were like, well, and the woman's like, this is horrible that he would call them hoes. And, you know, the black guy was like, this is horrible. He would call them nappy headed. And Patrice O'Neill pointed out their hypocrisy. He goes, okay, see, sweetheart, from now, National Organization of Women, you're just defending the hoe part. You don't care about the nappy part. And Mr. Uh, Token Black Guy, you don't care about the hoe part. You just care about the nappy headed part. So you're both hypocrites. You both have agendas, and you're both shoving your agendas down our throat, and you're trying to tell us that's how everybody feels when most people don't give a fuck. So fuck you both. Yeah. Classic moment on Fox News. You can see the clip on YouTube. It's fucking great. Look it up. I could not believe that. <laughs> of all the things I've heard on the news and on sports and everything else, I'm just like, what the fuck did he just say? Like, I'm sure half the country that watched that just went, what? <laughs> Got a bunch of white people like, why did I call her nappy-headed? What does that mean? <laughs> He's got to comb the BBs out. That makes no sense. What's that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you can, see, it's the fucked up part. It's the fucked up part. As, as many clan robes are as in his closet, he knows what BBs means when I, in, that, in, in, that, in that context. <laughs> By the way, I'm fucking with you. There's no audience. There's no robes in his closet. Absolutely not. I've been in his closet. It's just really, really, really too tight jerseys he's still holding on from high school that's true like, i still have him. he's got that spielman jersey that spreads out to where like the five starts under one armpit and the four ends on the other <laughs> armpit. <laughs> the spielman in the back looks like it's hitting like five g's because it's spread out so far it's like, <laughs> looks like an astronaut's face as they're blasting off into space and shit <laughs> all, all of a sudden spielman looks like Beam. That looks just terrible. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> <laughs> shit. I'm sorry. Oh shit. All right, so are we gonna talk about football? <laughs> Rich has way too much fun at my expense, y'all. I'm just saying. <laughs> 25 years of knowing this Shrek-looking motherfucker, I've earned the right to do this. If, you, if y'all start doing it, I'll be like, hey, you don't know him like that. That ain't fair. <laughs> but by the way, write down your jokes about him and pass them to me. I'll say them on the next yeah. podcast. <laughs> oh, my face hurts. <laughs> hey, hey, we may not be sports experts, but are you not entertained? <laughs> no, right? Did you die? Yeah. Oh, football. Oh. All right. Judy All started. of that started over nappy headed hosts. All right. Yes. Speaking of oh. nappy headed hosts. Yeah. Uh, should we, should, let's just start on Thursday night. 
last week. Uh, yeah, Titans. I'm yeah. They're they're in that basket with the Dolphins of I'm not buying it with your record. Jaguars. Sorry, it's you know Matt Stafford will play quarterback for you next year. Maybe you'll get somewhere, but yeah, this game was boring. It, it, I'm definitely uh, sure this is, isn't the isn't the sexy matchup they thought it was going to be when they scheduled it. Not even close. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's how much we have to say about that Thursday night game, everybody. We're just gonna go right to Sunday. Uh, yeah, so I'm glad that uh, the Jaguars found their fucking defense and let it go half a week later. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's what everyone was like, oh, the Jaguars' defense is back. I'm like, no, it's not. They showed up for a game. It's generally been gone the whole time. And, yeah, again, the Titans look like world beaters. Uh, the, the Sunday slate, uh, Falcons at the Packers. Uh, first game without Mike McCarthy. It's a W. It's putting that out there. It's the Falcons. Just saying. Yeah, it's, it's the Falcons without... Devontae Friedman, it's the Falcons with that defense is definitely not the one that... It's not the Dirty Bird. It's not the one that took him to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Uh, yeah. I mean, Julio Jones is the best receiver in the league, technically, right now, but... And he still only has, like, what, four or five, five touchdowns? Yeah, five touchdowns. Which is more than he's had in the previous two seasons combined? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But he has a, uh, yeah. But he has like almost uh, fifteen or sixteen hundred receiving yards, and the person closest to him has like twelve hundred. No, absolutely. I wish he was doing this last year on my fantasy team, but he he's yeah, not. Know, right? so, so fuck him. I don't care about him. Fuck him in his uh, ear, and fuck him in his other ear. Yeah, but the Falcons and the Packers, both with their records, both heading for mediocrity this year, or maybe even below mediocrity. Yeah, they're heading for the golf course. Ravens and the Chiefs. Okay, this is a game we need to talk about. And we need to talk about something that I don't think I've ever fucking seen in an NFL game. And I think y'all know what I'm talking about. Patrick Mahomes. She was 18. That's all I'm saying. Patrick Mahomes making like uh, 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 Magic Johnson his prime with a no-look pass. In the NFL. Did you see the video of that? Are you talking about Tyreek? The pass to, to Hill? Yeah. Yeah. Where he's running right, throws back across his body to the left, and Hill's like, I he's, got you. And he's, That's looking young. Straight, he's looking straight forward. He never looks He never looks his receiver. He never looks at him. Yeah. Yeah. You, you play defense on football. How the fuck are you supposed to defend against a quarterback who never looks at his receiver and then hits him in stride? Well, he's, here's the problem, and that's what I was trying to tell you guys about Mahomes. He's he's got a mindset like Favre and an accurate arm like Rodgers. You, yeah, and yeah. peripheral vision like a goddamn fucking fish. It's that's like his true. his eyes should be on opposite sides of his head. He had such good peripheral vision. Jesus fucking Christ. Mahomes is 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 very reminiscent of young Aaron Rodgers. But I've been I've been silent on this all season because i didn't want to fucking hop on a bandwagon and get burned but i'm willing to get burned now chris you've said it multiple times ice you've said it a handful of times i think we're looking at the goat in training i really do oh i i don't doubt that at all 
that cat, it, 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 he can only it's be beat ball. Himself. Yeah, I think we're looking at a future first first ballot Hall of Famer gold jacket in Canton with his goofy-ass hairdo and his goofy-ass fucking voice giving his speech about mm, 22 years from now. I think this guy's going to make Tom Brady snap some pencils in his future. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Seriously. I'm dead serious. And... I, I just I I've I've been hesitant to hop on that bandwagon because I'm like you know what one year does not make a, a Hall of Famer one year does not make one of the what looks to be could you know possibly be one of the best quarterbacks ever because we've we've seen this we've seen one year flare ups they're like hemorrhoids it's nice you flared up for a little bit but you got to annoy my ass for the rest of my fucking life well he's in that fucking AFC West to annoy the rest of the teams for as long as he wears the Chiefs uniform. Yeah. I, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, you've been put on notice. You're making the wild card spot. All right? Well, I mean, what are we in? Week 13? Uh, uh, week 14, 14. Well, 14 just went, went by, yeah. Right, and Mahomes has 43 touchdowns. Yeah. You know what his closest competitor has? Not that. 28. Mm-hmm. Big Ben, Matt Ryan, right behind him with 28. Uh, nah, I wouldn't say right behind him. That's half. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying they're 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 they're, they're that second place. Matt Ryan's thrown for 400 or 4,076 yards. Roethlisberger's thrown for 4,227. Mahomes is thrown for 4,300, but he's thrown for like literally. 15 more touchdowns. That yeah, is and only 11 and only 11 interceptions and a QBR of 115. No. No. Look, if you you're a, get that as a rookie. If you're a Patrick the Frog hater, you have to the only thing you can hope for is that he turns out like Marino. That's it. That's or an injury. You can hope for. Or yeah, like a, a Joe Theismann career-ending injury. Those are the okay. So thank you. I had to I had to revise my statement. Those are the two things you can hope for. Because especially if you're sitting here trying to say Tom Brady, believe me, Patrick Frog starts fucking collecting and Super Bowl rings. We're going to be talking about him. Those of us who are still alive are going to be talking about him when he retires in the same breath as the all-time greats. And all signs point to this dude's the real deal. Yeah. And unfortunately or fortunately, pick your vernacular, I can't say it's a different time in a different era because every defense I've seen go after him has went the fuck after him and they just can't get him. Dude, this guy rolls out of bed and does and throws for 300 yards. Yeah, like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking nothing. Serious. I, I, I can't see a defense catch him yeah he's lost games but it wasn't his fault it was his defense outside of the rams and breeze playing out of his mind well past his fucking his his age i mean this team is putting up points in in large part due to their quarterback at at a ridiculous pace at a ridiculous pace if they had a shutdown defense i think i think the 72 dolphins would be getting fucking awfully sweaty at this point Mm-hmm. And I'm dead serious about that. And I don't say that shit lightly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, this is this is 
because of because of one the team he plays for, two the region we're in. I don't get to see a lot of his games from start to finish, and the fact that you know my schedule is like it is. But watching highlights is like you got to be fucking with me, right? And then when you do watch an entire game, you're like, you have to be fucking with me at this point. <laughs> yeah. well, the other problem is, and something that they have to be careful about, is the Megatron scenario. Mahomes is so goddamn good, and he's so quick and accurate, and Tyreek Hill is so fucking fast that they score exceptionally quick. Now, that's great. You're putting up points, and you're getting yards and all that shit, but however, there's the flip side to that coin. Your defense is on that field an awfully long time. That defense ain't exactly bad. Right. It's not exactly bad. You know, you got Houston on the outside. Scandrick is a corner. I mean, you, you got great linebackers. It's not exactly terrible, but your defense is on that field way too much. Which, which... See now, this is this is like, this is the opinion of someone who never played organized football. But I mean, I could see to where if the Chiefs fall short a couple seasons in a row, and it's because their defense is going out there because the offense is scoring so quickly, the defense is getting gassed. To where you get a head coach and a defensive coordinator to get together and go, we got to fucking dog this defense in practice. To where when they get out there during the game. They're not even close to suck and win. Now, that could go one of two ways. It could work for them, or that could create a division between the defense and the offense. Almost like a resentment. Like, why the fuck are uh-huh. we getting dog? Because you motherfuckers don't know how to run the ball anymore, especially since, well, we covered that last week. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, right. seriously. You eat the well, clock, motherfucker. Give us a time to fucking suck some win on the sidelines. Right, but even when they had Kareem Hunt, they weren't eating clock. That fucker could run outside his mind. It was like they're on a mission to get to the end zone and ain't nothing going to stop them. And they need to get there as fast as fucking possible. Now, I've also, I've also heard, you know, players say, not from this team in this particular season, but, you know, defensive players say, when you see an offense like that, it pumps you up. It's like, yeah, let's go out there and get a stop so we can watch these motherfuckers work their magic again. I don't give a fuck. I'm a professional athlete. Motherfucker, I'm... I'm one of a handful of people in the world that can do this job. You think I'm going to get gassed? Fuck that other team. Right, and and you're absolutely right, and they're that way. And then quarter two hits, and they're like, yeah. Then they get that halftime break, and they're like, whew, let me reboot. Hold on a minute. All right. It's quarter three hits, and they're like, all right. Get to the end of quarter three. They're like, okay, could you slow down a little bit? Okay, <laughs> we're, we're, ahead by, we're ahead by 30 points. Calm down. Quarter four hits, and they're like, medic. Well, I'm just saying, man. It's it's, and I call it the Megatron scenario because that's what happened with Detroit. Yeah, Megatron was a great receiver, and you know it was Stafford to Megatron and 60 yards, 80 yards, boom, score, a touchdown. Here comes the defense, and the defense would grind and grind and grind, and the the team they were playing against didn't matter who would eat up the clock and eat up the clock and keep that defense out there. And then, boom, here comes Stafford and Megatron. Boom, t- you know, it takes up two and a half minutes. And then the defense back out there and grind and grind and grind and grind. And by the end of the fucking game, it had to take a Hail Mary full of grace, help us win the stock car race from fucking 
Matt Stafford to Megatron, or this game was over and we lost. And Sue's out there like, there's no more people left to stomp on. Yeah. I can't <laughs> slow this game down any more than I'm doing. Jesus Christ. I'm saying, I walked over his arm, I kicked him in the nuts, I stepped on his chest. The fuck you want me to do? How many timeouts we got? Three. Can we use them all now? No. Fuck. Now, this is, this is, and I, I will give credit where credit's due. This is a local sports uh, talk DJ brought up a good point about this uh, last week's uh, Chiefs-Ravens game. Um, and it's a very good point, I, I believe. And I'm not trying to open the discussion to any Kaepernick bullshit. I'm just going to throw out the point he made and see if it, it, it's, it, it hits home like with you guys like it hit home with me. All right. So when the Redskins were looking for a quarterback, Jay Gruden said the front office never looked at Kaepernick because Kaepernick doesn't fit into the offensive scheme that they're running. And they couldn't just come up with a few packages that would fit into what Kaepernick knew. So they went out and got Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez, who they said, well, our offensive coordinator used to be Mark Sanchez's defensive coordinator. Yeah, seven years ago. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they put him in, and what happened? The Giants just bathed in the Redskins' asshole this, this week. <laughs> yes, they did. I yes. mean, they were, they were in there. Or as fucking, a coat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they pulled it up to their, to the, to their chin and were like, oh, it's warm in here. You know, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. You know, that type of shit. Now, you have what's going on in Baltimore, which is Lamar Jackson takes over for uh, Flacco. Thank you. Brain fart. My bad. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. For Joe Flacco. And that team immediately changes its offensive scheme to fit Lamar Jackson. Did he win the game? No. Were they in the game? Yes. So you're telling me, you're telling me that a team like Baltimore can make that adjustment mid-season on the fly, damn near beat the best team in the AFC, arguably the team that the Super Bowl has to go through, or they have to fucking win this year, yet other teams can't do that? Well, well I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you they have a Super Bowl winning coach, Eric. and Baltimore's going to come out of their division. We'll get to that in a few. Yeah, they got the good heart. Oh, I know. Yeah, but Baltimore drafted him for that reason. It wasn't in yeah. mid-season. They've been preparing him all season. They knew Flacco was done. Telling you, this is it for Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco has played his last down. Unless Lamar Jackson gets injured, that's it. Joe Flacco has gotten Tom Brady'd or Drew Bledsoe'd or whatever you're supposed to call it. Right. And they, I'll guarantee you, Flacco is not hurt. They went to Joe and was like, look, either you could say you're injured. Or we're just going to say he was the better quarterback in your bench. <clears throat> no, unless the, you report, unless the report I heard was bullshit. He's a healthy scratch. Lamar Jackson starts this week. Lamar Jackson is starting this week. I have heard that. Like they're yeah. the game oh, oh, yeah. He, no, they, they're, they're putting him in. And that's exactly what happened. Is like you said, he got blood soaked. You got hurt, so we're going to put this cat in. If he does all right, you're done. But I'll guarantee you, Flacco wasn't hurt. They just went to him and was like, look, either you're going to be hurt or you're going to be benched. What do you want to do? Well, yeah, not a healthy scratch, but you know what I'm saying. He's, he's, he's benched. 
and he's healthy. Right. And they were like, we're going with Jackson. Sorry about your luck, Joe. I mean, you can, you can dry your tears on a lot of fucking $1,000 bills. Don't right. know what else to tell you. And right. by the way, you do have a Super Bowl ring. Right. Something that, something, only what, something that only, what, 53 other people who played quarterback can never say? Right. But no, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I thought it was a very valid point. And to me, that either speaks to the incompetence of Jay Gruden as a head coach and his coaching staff and the short-sightedness of the front office on down in Washington, or this speaks to John Harbaugh is where all the football knowledge went in this family and saw the, saw the writing on the wall and said, all right, folks, here's the deal. You know we got to go with Flacco until he gets injured. He's going to get injured. Then we're going with Jackson. And we're going to change up our entire offense. And the minute that happened, he went, run the offense we fucking been planning for. John Harbaugh went, quarterback guru, huh? I'll show them. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. No, what I'm Har- saying. Harbaugh, Harbaugh planned this flat out. Har- he did see the writing on the wall. That's why Lamar Jackson is in the Ravens. He traded up to get Lamar Jackson, and the Redskins didn't look at Kaepernick. I don't, like we said a couple of times now, does he even want to play? He, he had a shot to go to the Ravens, remember? Ray Lewis was like, my fucker, we had you. Well, I saw a report this week that, that he flat out told a reporter he would have accepted a contract to play for the Redskins. Uh, so hey. so if, if, he, if he said that, not through his representation, not through his girlfriend, not through his people, his, you know what I'm saying, whether it be a friend or his, you know, his agent, if he still has one, manager, whatever, if he actually said that in a one-on-one interview on the record, then we have our answer to what's going on. Well, we do and we don't because he's never been offered a contract. Proof's in the pudding. If somebody comes up and offers him something, we'll see that. Do we not remember the whole incident last season that the Ravens did offer him a contract and his, <laughs> his girlfriend, girlfriend fucked his girlfriend? Yeah, fucked that up, running her yeah. lip to the point where Ray Lewis came out and was like, someone tell that hoe to shut up before we Ray Rice her? Yeah, I just said that. Uh, but, uh, and oh, by the way, man. hold this the knife. Redskins, the Redskins should have went ABH, man. Anybody but him. Seriously. How the fuck do you sign the butt fumble? Lack of options. <laughs> oh, bullshit, dude. Who was the guy that, that, that started before him? He hadn't, he hadn't thrown a pass in, like, what, four or five years? Colt McCoy? Yeah. Colt McCoy hadn't, as a starter, thrown a pass in, like, damn near half a decade. Like, that is... If you want to talk about Rusty, thought, I honestly thought Colt McCoy was still in the uh, Arena Football League. I honestly thought Colt McCoy was d- down at, at, at Texas banging, you know, undergraduates talking about, you know, I used to play a uh, quarterback for this 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 college football team, right? Because that's all he. I I, I pictured him like uh, 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 Matthew McConaughey's character in Days to Confused. The you older I get. They always stay the same age. That's why I like college girls. All right, all right, all right. Do you have a dental dam? No, I don't, Colt. Be a lot cooler if you did. But that ain't going to stop me. (laughs) I'm a spectator in life. I'm not a spectator in life. I'm a participant. 
Herpes ain't nothing but a like a skin knee to a skateboarder. Come here, baby. Like right. seriously. But, but the Redskins had options, man. Even Miami uh, got Cutler, dude. They got him out of the booth. They never went back into. Oh, what? Didn't Romo take his job? Yes. <laughs> and, 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 meanwhile, and meanwhile, Cutler's still at home, cigarette dangling from his lip. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? What is it? What is it? What is his wife? Christian Cavallari? Like, yeah. hey, hey, bitch, you better do another reality show on MTV. Money's getting tight. <laughs> I highly doubt it because he got ten million fucking dollars for one season. Have you seen that bitch? She spent that in about fucking six months. And they got kids. Oh well, yeah, but money from Denver and Chicago and now that money, yeah, they're they're not hurting. They're good. Hope he's got a good financial advisor and divorce lawyer because it's coming. We'll see. We'll see if he has that that lackadaisical fucking Jay Cutler thousand yard stare when he's in divorce court getting raped. <laughs> then the family court starts and that's when the cigarettes really start. He's got one dangling from each corner of his mouth. <laughs> I'm just saying he had fucking get Mike Glennon for God's sake. Wait, 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 don't bring Shaggy into this. Leave Napoleon Dynamite out of the NFL. All right. Come on now. <laughs> The fuck he! I'd rather have Pedro start. <laughs> and my team had Glennon at one point. I was like, "Can we?" Even though he did beat the Lions, and I was like, "You just all got beat by Shaggy and Scooby was nowhere to be found." What the fuck? But anyways, that's that's ancient history in the NFL. So I'm sorry, but no, that's why I said we need to talk about this game. This game, this game was interesting on on a lot of levels for me. But I mean, ultimately, what I took away from this game is you guys are absolutely right. I'm late to the bandwagon. Uh, could one of y'all scoot over? Can we <laughs> hop on? And uh, Patrick the Frog's bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey guys, yes. I, I, I tell Miss Piggy. I said hi. You know, like I'm good with it. You know. Yeah, he's in that <laughs> class of athlete now. That if if he's on the field, you, your team's got a chance. That's he's okay. That, speaking speaking of, he's in that class. Real, real quick, real quick. He's in that class of athlete where if he's on the field, it's must watch television. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. About what were you gonna say about Baltimore? Speaking of Baltimore and the Redskins and the differences, do you know who Lamar Jackson's backup is? RG three, that corny brother. <laughs> yeah. Where's Rob Parker to be like? He's corny and like Rob Parker. Come on, sit your dumb ass down and go to Sporty Cuts, dumb motherfucker. With it anyway, you got the worst haircut of any man I've ever seen. Why? Why would you own it? Seriously. It's like joining a hair club for men from a guy who's bald. You know what I'm saying? Like, get the fuck out of here. Fuck. Jesus right. Christ. So so moving on, yes. we all agree Patrick Mahomes is the man. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. I didn't I really sorry. I didn't mean to derail the whole show. Yeah. Um everything's the world's right in Denver because the 49ers beat him. So yeah. And uh it, Really, anything to say about this game? I, when Emmanuel Sanders went on IR, I think there's your season, Denver. There's your offense. Bye bye. Yeah, but Nick Mullins beat him. The fuck? Yeah, because Denver's quarterback is Case Keenum. I keep telling you that's the problem. Uh huh. Oh boy. Oh god. It's a little early into the NFL to yeah. start this argument, right? Ugh. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wait till we hit the fucking Monday night game, and I want to hear you talk about how Case Keenum was is the 
Okay, asshole, we got it. It's called foreshadowing. You just jacked off all over it. it way to yeah. fucking, way to date rape the foreshadowing, ass fuck. Minnesota would still make the playoffs. Shut up. Uh, anyway, NFC East, uh, Cowboys uh, beating the Eagles. Cowboys are eight and five. Uncle Jerry has a hard on. I it, uh, Amari Cooper. Uh, good move. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I think Amari Cooper's fixed the Dallas's offense problem. Somewhere season I should have had for the last four or five years. Yep. I think I saw something. Amari Cooper's been with Dallas six games. He was with the Raiders six games this year. He's got like, uh, like triple the touchdowns, like triple the yardage, like triple the targets. Yeah, I mean, and then. The, uh, the the insult to injury was the Cowboys fans having pallbearers carry the casket for the Super Bowl championship last season winning Eagles and say, we're going to put the final nail in the coffin of your season. And they did. Because those two teams hate each other. Oh, there's a lot of hate. There's a lot of hate. Yeah. We're talking about Eagles fans cheered when Michael Irvin ended his career at the Vic. Right, they were like, good, go smoke some crack, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, seriously. Uh, go, walk, <laughs> go, rub some, go rub some tussin and crack on it, cocksucker. Like, they were happy. So, I mean, this, this is, <laughs> they were giddy, positively giddy. So, yeah, I, but Cowboys, <sighs> what is there to say, man? I mean, how many times have we were like, yeah, okay. I think the Romo, I think the Romo era is done and over with mm-hmm. the eight and eight, you know, meh, you know, we have a, we have a quarterback whose last name rhymes with homo and he dates a fat chick named Jessica Simpson is done and over with. I, I, I think the Cowboys are starting to, they're not there. They don't have the recent pedigree, but I think the Cowboys are getting to the point where it's like, you got to do like we do with the Steelers. You can't count them out until the end of the fucking season, man. They got Ezekiel. They got Dax. It's now they got Cooper. You know the new triplets, the one, the one where Mama doesn't have to explain the white one to, 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 to you know. <laughs> like, well, that was the milkman's kid, but I mean, you know, look, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. What are you gonna argue with that? <laughs> he's mixed. He's part milkman, part mailman. Come on now. Yeah, don't you see the 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 Bayesian in his face? I mean, you know. Yeah. All right, uh, Lions, Cardinals, uh, whatever. Should we just move on? Is there way to fuck up your draft, Lions? Way to fuck up your draft. Thank you, SOL. Thank you. As anytime I get feeling bad about being a Bucks fan, I just look at the Lions. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's all I got to say. Yeah, this one isn't the Lions' fault. They they got scheduled to play the Cardinals. I told you guys last week. Seriously, Lions. Look, I know the you're not going to Cardinals. Go, I know you're not going to go out there as a professional NFL team during game day and do a walkthrough against another professional team. But I told you they're going to fuck this up. It's 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 totally SOL to lose the games you should win and win the games you should lose. And they should have lost this game. It's better for the the franchise. Once again, Detroit's a buzz because oh we got it we got playoff hopes we got I playoff hopes. With all that but it's the Cardinals you're a five and eight 
team with a 385 winning percentage, and motherfuckers were calling like they just won the Super Bowl this week because they beat the Cardinals. I'm glad I'm out of town. Okay? Seriously. You're playing second fiddle to the Packers at this point with a 423 win percentage, and you want to sit here and talk about playoff hopes? Playoffs? Yeah, we're seriously. It's Jim Mora when we need him. Yeah. The fuck, man. Get the fuck out my face with that shit. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of get the fuck out of my face, Jets and Bills, whatever. They're both four and nine. Nobody cares. Uh, Browns beat the Panthers. I think the the news in this one is the Panthers haven't won a game since they played the Lions. (laughs) Ha ha. Yeah. See what happens. Uh, And yeah. The Bake Show rolls on. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. They've already won 500% more games than they did last year. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know. Okay, so <clears throat> another team whose fan base is getting a tip drip and leaving like a dime-sized wet spot in the front of their Fruit of the Looms because of the tip drip. Oh, Brown's got a chance to playoffs. They can, they no. can win the AFC North. Why is Baltimore is a bomb going to blow up in Baltimore and take out the Ravens? <laughs> I'm just I'm just just repeating the hope I've seen from Browns fans and I'm just like, well, I I guess everybody hope and change. How's that working for you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, Speaking of hope and change, I don't know why. I didn't say that. Uh, the Pats game. You would think the Dolphins won the goddamn Super Bowl. It was to them. Like All it did was delay the inevitable a week. Like The Pats could have clinched the division this week. They'll just clinch it next week. Like it's- you know, and here's something I don't understand, because I didn't realize this stat, until, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but Brady in South Beach doesn't have all that great of a record. Yeah, for like, some reason they got his number down in South. It's because it's not cold. Fucks I, him know, up. I think dead serious, or is that saying New York dead ass serious, son? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I gotta wonder, man. Like he gets down there in that heat, and he's like, "Motherfucker, I'm a Michigan man who plays in New England. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here with this heat." Yeah, but he's from he's from Northern California. Yeah, and Giselle fucked all that out of him a long time ago. So, what well, northern? Okay, wait a minute. Northern California? Northern California? Yeah, he's from the Bay Area. Yeah, exactly. It's cold in the Bay Area compared to, like, fucking Ooh, San Diego. Ooh. Well, that's good football weather. Yeah. 90 and 100% humidity ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's there's a reason. There's a reason teams like Tampa, when they built their defense that they did, started picking guys. From the state of Miami, mm. which if you've seen the U, you know what I'm talking about, because they knew that like that is a, that is a crucible you go through to play in that heat. There's also a reason why, up until the year they beat Philly to go to the fucking Super Bowl, they had never won in sub 32 degree weather, because it's a different game with that heat and humidity than it is in a frozen tundra. It just is, man. Yeah, two different games, really. But, I mean, again, so this game, it's. I feel like we've said this a bunch of times about the Patriots this year, but they are 9-4. and four. 
Everyone can calm the fuck down. They'll be fine. It's... Relax. Yes. <laughs> but that being uh, said, it's shit like that that happened at the end of that game that that gives the conspiracy theorists and, and sometimes myself that little you know, shit like niche. what? Like the, the, way the that schoolyard game bullshit that they did? The way that game ended. How it, did just, it, it looks like they didn't even try to stop them. No, what it looks like, honestly, is if you've seen the, the camera angle from the end zone, Gronk was over there bullshit and thinking it what the play was never going to reach him. Yeah. That motherfucker was lackadaisical as fuck on that field and barely ever fucking turned his engine on until the last second. No, too, they, it, it, too, Gronk was, they, Gronk was looking for a deep pass. You know, he was expecting to have to run his ass, you know, upfield. Yeah, there's a reason he's a tight end and not a safety, and that's why. Just like, saying, man, it, looked, it just looked like they gave it to him at the end. They were like, uh, oh, that's right. You were supposed to win this time. Go on. Gave it to him. Okay. Yeah, again, it's, I don't have the energy for this. Uh, <laughs> There's no energy to be had. I'm saying. I said sometimes it gives conspiracy theorists and sometimes myself that little, eh, what the fuck? No need, to separate the the two. no need to separate the two. We understand that you're both share, breaking bread in the same camp. Go ahead. Yeah, we are. But, I mean, it just things like that where you, you just kind of, it gives you that pause of what the fuck is. How did you not stop the league has was on a more side. vested interest in the Patriots winning than the Dolphins? It's by refute to your statement, sir. Well, I got that, but if you haven't noticed, and if nobody's told you, betting on and gambling on sports is now legal. <laughs> if nobody's went up there and told you, no more shine boxes, Billy. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here if no one's told you okay well if that's the case then you know what we just need to make mafia friends actually we need to make friends with people in the mafia because our picks are pretty good even though the games are fixed yeah so yeah we need to we need to be working like a, a, an odds room and, and like you know collecting points on the you know on this on this shit seriously yeah that's the winner talking everybody uh nfc south uh, Saints beat the Bucks. Absolutely, no everything's right in the world. <laughs> yeah, no surprises here. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Is there not yet another quarterback change in Tampa Bay? No, I was just gonna say. Apparently, Fitzmagic is vanishing a fart in the wind. Captain Crab Lake seems to have the job held down. Uh, that's, that's 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 my team's franchise quarterback, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, mm-hmm. and here's the deal. As long as they finish not dead last, he'll be the franchise quarterback next season. Yep. <sighs> uh, Giants at the Redskins. Giants pounding the fuck out of the Redskins. Mark Sanchez getting pulled because it's 2018 and not 2008. Uh, yeah, I mean... Eli with three TDs, you know busted. You know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for the shocking news in the offseason on Black Monday that John and Jay Gruden have been let go, but so has Matt Patricia. And introducing your new co-head coaches of the Detroit Lions, 
John and Jay Groot. <laughs> oh, I was I was bullshitting with somebody, you know, super hammered on Friday at the bar. It, and the person was right. They don't fire a coach after one season. They just don't. It, it's like it's you got to get your money's worth. Yeah, ask Hugh Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Colts, wait a minute, wait a minute. In the NFL or all around? It, it, all around, really. College, pros. Wait a minute. Billy Martin got hired and fired in the same press conference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand it's Billy Martin. <laughs> Yeah, no, true, true. All right, sorry, I, I didn't mean to be like all Aaron from Unregimented and just be contrarian for the sake of. Sorry. Uh, the Colts stopped the hottest team in football. There's a new hottest team in football. I don't know who it is, but I know it's no longer the Houston Texans because the Texans, once they played a team with a 500 or above record, just kind of holding to what I've said about them the whole year. But yeah, Colts. Colts are seven and six. Colts are back, everybody. I don't know if yeah. they're playoff back, but they're back. By the way, Texans, thanks for proving you're a forty degree day. Yeah. Appreciate oh. it. They're nine and four forty degree day. Yeah, nine and four forty degree day. Who's played nothing but fucking sub zero days? Yeah. When they play a day above freezing, this is what happens. Yeah. Well, and they, they'll get exposed in the playoffs if they get there. Uh, Bengals at the Chargers. This game a lot closer than it should have been, but if I'm, I mean, the Chargers are my dark horse Super Bowl pick. All right, you and Shannon Sharp. If anyone's spoiling the Chiefs party, it's going to be the Chargers, but it's going to have to be the Chargers with Melvin Gordon. We'll get to that the picks. Any, any surprises here, guys? Other than how close it was. Uh, I don't give a fuck about how close it was. A win's a win at this point in the season. I mean, Chargers it doesn't matter in their mind. They're like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Give us, give us, give us that playoff berth. That's all we care about. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, they're gonna get it. They're like the third best team in the AFC. <clears throat> so well, look, unless- and, and that's and that's how they should feel. They should be like, look, we don't care if we back into that motherfucker, if we slide in sideways. Or we roll the car five times and burn up like Paul Walker and, and get into the playoffs. As long as we're in the playoffs, we gotta with the Chargers, with Rivers, you gotta you got a puncher's chance of actually winning the game. Yep. Keenan Allen. And then it's as soon as Melvin Gordon's healthy, it's fucking over. You're done, son. Yeah. I mean I could see the AFC the AFC championship being the Chargers and the Chiefs. Sorry, Patriots fans, but it's yeah, it's just I, I like what I see out of the Chargers this year too, and they got decent defense as well. Uh, next up, Steelers at the Raiders. Chucky stealing the W at the, the second. Raiders. Oh, Steelers, you're not going to the playoffs this year. I hate to tell you this, because up next the Steelers have the Pats. And then after the Pats, I think they have the Rams. Like, so sorry about your luck. Ooh, shit. You better, they better stock up on Ben Gay, Tux, medicated pads. No, they have the, my bad. They have the Pats, then the Saints. Oh. (laughs) It's not any better. Yeah. (laughs) Then they close out against the Bengals, but still. Okay, so stock up on. Tux medicated pads, Ben Gay, and pillows to bite down on. 
All right. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, because Tom Brady knows how to beat the Steelers. He's proven it many times. And let's look at the Ravens' schedule because I believe the Ravens have an easier path to the playoffs. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. The Ravens have the Bucks, the Chargers, and then the Browns. So we'll see in the playoffs, Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore has a much easier road to the playoffs than the the Patriot or the uh, the Steelers do. So, yeah, it is. It, it, what do we? Do you guys got to say about Pittsburgh? Say lovey. Yeah. Uh, they did what I thought they would do. They hung around as long as they could. After everyone was like, "Oh, that's a dead fucking body right there." Right, they are who we thought they were. Wait, they started twitching. They're not dead yet. But they I wish mean, they would have paid Le'Veon Bell now. Yeah. Okay, but here's my question. Do you blow it up after this season? Ben's got to be done. He's got to be close to done. I mean, I'm, talking, but, I'm talking start with the head coach. Then again, he's the second best quarterback in the league. I'm talking uh, like Tomlin later for you. Because there's calls for that in the national media. Yeah, I think well, he doesn't have the locker room. We've seen a lot of shenanigans out of the Pittsburgh team in the last couple of years. I don't think he's got the locker room. Okay. Mike, this is a plea. If they fire you, call up Tampa. <laughs> okay? <laughs> we will take your shenanigans in Tampa. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Believe me, we like your type of shenanigans. It wins. All right, okay. the next person that says shenanigans, I'm going to pistol it. <laughs> hey, Farva, what's that place with the cheese sticks and all the goofy shit on the wall you like? You guys talk about shenanigans? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Put those away. <laughs> oh. But no, seriously, I'm dead serious. Like, uh, do you blow it up? Because there's, I, a, I think there's a lot of national people saying he's not only... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to step on you, Earl, but... What, not only what Chris is saying, but that, you know, novelty of such a young guy coming in and winning like he has, he's no longer that young buck winning like he did. Now he's, yeah, a little bit long in the tooth. Well, yeah, I mean, now you got uh, McVeigh in L.A. doing the same thing, the young buck coming in and winning. But, no, uh, Tomlin has lost that team, uh, shown by the absence of, uh, Bell, I, we called this, or at least I called this earlier in the season. I don't know what the hell happened, but that team is not playing for him anymore. There's no reason they have the record they have, not one. They have the personnel to, to win, and they're just not playing for their coach, flat out. Yeah. Chris, you just said it. He's the second best quarterback in the league right now, statistically. How the fuck are they not winning? They're not playing for that coach anymore. <sighs> And I think I think Tomlin's one of the top four coaches in the league in the last decade, easily. And they got and Antonio it, Brown and Juju Smith Schuster, like arguably the two best, the 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 best the one receiving punch, combo yeah. in the league. Yeah, yeah the best re- receiving core right there, you know. But I well, mean, I don't know about core, but one two punch, yes, definitely. Well. Well, and then he got McDonald as the, as the tight end. I mean, they have weapons. No, absolutely they do. And and I here's here's the bitch. I really like Mike Tomlin as a head coach. I really do. I do. And, 
and I've watched enough, you know, behind the scenes in America's game to see that this is not a guy who's just a bullshit artist. All right. He's not a John Gruden. He's not he's not one of those guys. He's not a low energy head coach. Like he goes in, he's like, Look, it's gonna be my way or you can get the fuck out because it, like it, it's almost that <clears throat> it's almost excuse me for using a Michigan cliche. Said Bo Schembechler, you know, those who stay will be champions. And he's proved it. The problem is, I think there's an expiration date on that type of attitude with the team. I think once you have a certain amount of success, you get players going, you know what, dude? I'm fucking tired of hearing that shit. Don't we have some Super Bowl rings? Why we got to hear your bullshit? Why don't you just ease the fuck up? I mean, Tom Coughlin did it in his last year as a head coach, and guess what he did? Went in there and won the Super Bowl. Well, it was luck, according to the Iceman. Well, if you call that anything but luck, you're outside your mind. Okay, I I don't have the energy for that conversation. So yeah, <laughs> welcome to my world. I, I know, right? Oh, fuck off! He caught it on the side of his fucking helmet. That's right. Luck got him there. Luck got him through the playoffs. Luck got him through the NFC Championship game. Side yeah. of the goddamn helmet. Yeah. Anyway. They planned that. They practiced that, right? Immaculate reception. They planned that. Okay. They practiced that, right? Okay, so luck happens. Just saying. But they also were a team that held the Patriots in check to the point where luck could win them the game. Okay, I'll give you that. The Giants had a killer fucking defense. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jim, here, Oprah, Iceman, luck is preparation meeting opportunity. Yeah, okay. That's a bitch. That, that that's a bitch who doesn't want to admit that her success somehow didn't have to do with her because she's a narcissistic fucking coos. So, anyways, well, that's that's something that people who uh, don't have to worry about paying bills say. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Sunday night football, the Bears. The Bears played a Pop Warner football team from Los Angeles, <laughs> from St. Louis. Yeah, the Rams went back to St. Louis for the night, and, and forgot and forgot to bring Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk. Yeah, and yeah, but that Bears defense, yikes, man! All right, look. They're in our division. The Rams showed up with the attitude when they played the Lions like, oh, please. All right. And they won that game. Then they were like, well, we're the Rams. They went in to go play the Bears, and the Bears were like, yeah, we got something for that ass. Yeah. They got all Dikembe Mutombo on them. Yep. (laughs) Wagging the finger. No, no, no. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, I, ever since I joined the podcast, I've called them the toilet bowl because that's what they've been. That's who they are. That's what I thought they always would be. When they got Khalil Mack, they did something, but they transformed back to the monsters of the midway. I told you that. Full on respect for what they did to that defense. You told us that, Rich. I did. No, he did. <clears throat> and and he, they he's proven me correct. That cat has transformed that defense back to what it used to be. And they are exactly the monsters of the midway. Those fuckers do not play around. They come at you quick, fast, and in a hurry. They need an offense. Like, they're, they're, they're receiving 
you know, the the best part of their offense is their quarterback. Their receiving core and their backs have been very <laughs> they have not really uh led lived up to any expectations, really. No, not really. Yeah. So it makes some Tariq Coleman, I mean, nah. Uh but he's the best part. It was supposed to be the Jordan Howard show and it is clearly the Tariq Cohen show. So on the Chicago, did, uh, their defense was obviously only a piece away from being an elite defense, but uh, there maybe a couple more pieces of the offense, and you know maybe we're looking at, you know, another Super Bowl type team in Chicago. Maybe we're looking at the new leaders of the NFC North for the next three to four years. Yeah, new sheriff in town, and they're wearing blue and orange. Uh, I just the only thing I can tell you is you don't want to meet this this linebacking core in a fucking dark alley. You don't want to meet them in an alley, period, day or night, because mm-hmm. they will seriously fuck you up. <laughs> Get laid out by fucking Mac. Wake up, be like, it wasn't even close to Halloween. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My hands were all bloody from punching on the concrete. Wait a minute, I thought we were playing football. What the fuck. <laughs> Just <laughs> say, man, they come in a four-three stack, and that you just—you don't want none. You can't get none, and just take your ball and go home. Yeah. Uh, Monday night football. He's still okay. eligible for the playoffs. Minnesota Vikings lose to the Seahawks that way. Let me strap in for this. Okay. Why you got to announce it that way? Because that's the truth. Uh, and in this corner, Mister. Chris, if you look at the NFC playoff picture, as long as the Vikings keep winning, the Vikings, that's they can't they keep winning. They if can't. They, win. They're six, six, and one. Chris, stop it. Yes. But that's the thing is they are they are the waterline for right. making the playoffs You're in right. the You're NFC. Absolutely keep, right. That is the thing. Keep winning, and you make the playoffs. What was, their, what was their record last year with? The terrible go to Denver, you're a waste of space, Case Keenum. What was the record? It's probably better than six and seven, which is what Denver's at. Oh. Yeah, with a hell of a receiving core. We went through that last week. Now, with the same receiving core, Kurt Cousins, the $80 million guaranteed money man, you're six, six, and one. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, hey, Minnesota's making moves. Hoes. They fired the offensive Let coordinator in one fight. Day. Let them hoes fight. <laughs> Let them hoes fight. Being six and seven, exactly. Where they Case fired their was. OC on Monday because they went, "Get the fuck out of here!" You, there's weapons on this offense. How are we only five hundred? You got to leave. Oh, absolutely. Cook, Thielen, Cousins. Ah, you can't throw Diggs. it. Fucking Stefan Diggs. Kyle Rudolph. Right. Give me a break, Treadwell. Jerry. 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 Nah, they got the wrong quarterback. They know it. I know it. Chris, buy a fucking clue. There's no way Kirk Cousins should be fucking quarterback <laughs> in Minnesota. Minnesota's playing the Rams in the NFC Championship game. You need those words. You want to place a bet on that? No. Okay, I didn't think so. <laughs> Yeah, bit of hot and ready with extra sauce, motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. I want perfectly placed pepperoni on my shit. 
You're talking the game. You're telling me how that should be made. Come here. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> My <opening> shit. <laughs> Old style. I want a panhandle. I want you rotating my shit. You know what I want? I want crazy bread and I want free dipping sauce, motherfucker. That's what's <laughs> up, son. That's <sighs> what's going down in the street. Uh, Parmesan again. and peppers. Parmesan and peppers, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Y'all stupid. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh. Dude, I called that shit in the offseason. I called it the whole fucking time. That is the wrong guy. It wasn't the right guy in fucking right in Washington. He's not the right guy in Minnesota. That motherfucker needs to go back and back somebody up. Because he ain't shit. He ain't never been shit. He ain't never going to be shit. He, he couldn't do it with the mediocre. He could not do it with the mediocre receiving core in, in Washington. He's got an all-star staff on his hands. Playoff started today. He'd be in him in case Keenum be in Denver and to stomach his ass. And rubber kickball. As soon as if he even thought about going to the playoffs, he'd be bounced out. Here, I'll give you the, the foreshadowing for, my, for Minnesota in the fucking playoffs. Ping! That's <laughs> the fucking kickball. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I feel sorry for anyone who's a Seattle fan listening going, what the fuck? Yeah, did we win the game? Why are they talking about the Vikings? Why have you guys done 10 minutes on the losing team? Because the Vikings should have won that fucking game. They need a quarterback in a bad way. Hey, the major changes. Uh, fuck that. Uh, Tampa can send him fucking <laughs> Captain Crab Legs once Mike Tomlin gets fired and goes down there and starts to rebuild the Bucks for me. <laughs> I'm serious, man. And with the exception of the greatest defenses like Baltimore, Tampa, fucking Bears, uh, Green Bay back in the day when they had uh, Charles Woodson and, and all of them. With the exception of that, how the fuck is the fucking Vikings only going to score seven points with that receiving core and that running back? Get the fuck out of here. Because the Seahawks defense is better than we've been giving the it credit Seahawks for. It's ain't even close to what they used to be. That's been talked about until I can't talk about it. The Legion of whom? Yeah, I was the wait- Legion is way gone. Thank you for touching on that cliche. I was waiting for it again. Oh, well, it's been uh, said so much, but yet it's 21-7? Get the fuck out of here. I would settle for 2021, and I would take it a bit easier on him, but he still blows. You can't score more than once with Thielen, Diggs, Cook. Nah. Cousins blows? <laughs> You're calling for Cousins blows? <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? You like that. Yeah, you and your one touchdown. Yeah. Take your happiness down the tunnel. Cool. He'll still be in the playoffs in case Keenan won't. Uh-huh. Oh, Christ. All right. So, anyways, let's get to the picks. <laughs> Rich is still the king of the mountain. <laughs> and through pure fuckery. <laughs> yeah. He is 143, 84-2 at 624. I'm still bringing in second. 
with a 616 winning percentage at 141, 86 and 2. Ice down there in the basement, 136, 91 and 2 at 594. Oh, he fell up. under six. He fell under 600. Shame. Shame. Falling off, Ice. Falling off. It's a bunch of what the fuckings. What do you want from me? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's what the fuck is going on with me, and I'm I'm winning, motherfucker. How's my ass taste? <laughs> Just give me that quarter you're flipping. So, what order do you want us to pick in there, Rich? Reverse of the fucking standings. Since Ice knows so much, he don't need to hear our picks. Go ahead. I got Ooh. this. All right. Either way, I'm in the middle, so it works for me. All right. TNF Thursday night football. Oh, uh-huh. oh, we're in that glorious time of year, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Saturday football. Oh, all right. So Thursday night football, Chargers at the Chiefs. Going to Done Arrowhead. Deal, Done deal. Done deal. Done deal. Sorry about your luck there, Chargers. You ran into the roadblock. Just bow out while you can, Chiefs. All right. So Spencer Ware, hurt, not at full strength. Tyreek, not at 100%. Talk about he's got a fucked up foot. He had a fucked up hand. Uh, so, Cream pretty Hunt, much. Bound. Yeah, Cream Hut, bye bye. So, it's pretty much going to be up to uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey Kermit on Sunday. Um, Chargers, no Melvin Gordon, no Austin Eckler. But, so it's Keenan Allen, healthy Keenan Allen, uh, with. Uh, Philip, <sighs> fuck it, man. Dare to be different. Give me the Chargers. Plus, they got that. They got that revenge game going on. See, here's 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 how I feel. <clears throat> do I do the dick move and try just to stay ahead of the person behind me, or do I pick who I feel? Because the dick move would be to pick every pick that Chris picks. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll pass you both at the same time. <laughs> you ain't pet. Well, fucking, you couldn't pass gas after a fucking Mexican buffet. Shut up. Okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Keep talking that shit. Yeah. Uh, Vegas has already taken you off the line. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with who I feel. Give me the Chargers. Or, or excuse me, give me the Chiefs. I'm sorry. Ah! Wow. He said Chargers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He said Chargers. Too late. Oh, already typed it. No. You know what I'm. I, yeah. See. No. Just. This is why we can't have nice things. You got the cheese. <laughs> Don't worry. All right. Saturday football. Nice. Wife's going to love this one. Uh, Browns at the Broncos. Ugh. This is easy. Give me the Broncos. Uh, I'm just, give me the Browns. Actually, I like their offense better than Denver's. Okay, but I like the defense of the Broncos better than I do the Browns. And I'll take Case Keenum over cool. Mayfield in a shootout. It's your pick, motherfucker, and it's my pick. I'll pick Cleveland. You already picked Denver. Okay. It's my pick, and I'll pick who I want. Uh, swear to God, I'm not doing this to be an asshole. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this one, though. Give me the Browns, Chris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all you want. I'm sorry you're gagging on a cock that's being shoved in your mouth, but that has nothing to do with us Wait, or the picks. You know, if you go from first to worst, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks like, yeah. You know what that means. Oh, a second game. 
on Saturday. Yeah, uh, I know. Why did we pick the 820 over the 430 game? Because I'm funny. going in order that ESPN has them listed. Blame them, everybody. Uh, the Texans at the Jets. Ah. Oh. <laughs> if y'all don't pick with me on this, I'm definitely kicking your ass. Texans. Yeah, I'm feeling a little froggy. I'm going to go with the Texans. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no. it's the, the, There's nobody in the Jets to be excited about at all. Does the the bitch that uh, 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 used to get the dick pics from uh, Jen Sturger, that's her name, from Brett Favre, does she, is she still connected to the Jets? I can get excited about her. But besides that, give me the Texans. <laughs> all right, now on to the Sunday games. Yuck. Yuck. Absolutely yuck. The Lions heading to Buffalo. Oh, Jesus fucking. You know what? I got to take a piss. Yeah, no, right? Y'all take a shit. No, no, seriously. I got to take a piss. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I'll be right back. All right. Hey. Dude, the choice is so poor. Rich is just like, I got to leave. You pick a nice. Lions? <laughs> How in the world could you pick the Bills right now? Seriously. Uh, What's a great face? Their record is only one away from the Lions. The Lions are five and eight. The Bills are four and nine. Yeah. The, the Lions are only one game better than the Bills. Uh-huh. Bills are at home. But yeah, nah. But, uh, see, but Matthew Stafford has not been great this year. Uh uh-uh, uh. Sure has it. Um. Mm, uh, Lost Golden Tate. Mm, where's that coin that Rich uses? He took it to the bathroom. <laughs> um, the Lions? Question or statement? Yes. <laughs> I guess that's who I am picking. So when Rich gets back, you can pick the Lions, and then we can move on. All right, here's the deal. I'm back. I don't give a single fuck about your guys' picks. The Lions are going to fuck their draft all up. They're going to win against the Bills. Right, see? There we go. All right. Next up, Packers at Soldier Field taking on the Bears. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, Rogers. He used to go home to, he used to go home to, uh, well, I was about to say Olivia Munn. That's the ghost of Pussy Pass. Danica Patrick. Yep. He's all right. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Pack. Go, Pack. Go home. Let's still say to you. Pack up and go home. Yeah, give me the Bears. Go, Bears. All right. Cowboys and Indianapolis taking on the Colts. Yeah. And the Colts are at home. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, doesn't fucking matter if Colts are at home. Uh, I like the, the, the triplets they got going on down there in Dallas. Give me Dallas. <laughs> Andrew Luck's back, but he ain't back. Yeah, give me the boys. Well, since the Colts' backfield's been banged up. Oh, yeah, battle they got, of- they got an all-star tight end, though. Yeah. Which, no, you know what I think it's funny? is I was calling him, ironically, the touchdown machine. At the early beginning of the season. Now it's actually reality. And it's yeah, actually you fucked up. Nickname. You spoke it into reality. Thanks, yeah. asshole. 
Yeah. Well done, there. Well Every done. Lions fan in the world's like, thanks, this Chris. Fucker. Yeah. Fucking whatever. Uh, Battle of the Birds. <laughs> In Atlanta, Georgia, the Cardinals taking on the Falcon. You. Give me the bird. I'm giving you the bird, all right. I'm sure you are. Come on. You can't honestly pick the Cardinals with a straight face in this one. <laughs> if you live in Phoenix, you can. No. no not even if you live, live in Phoenix. Phoenix. I don't know. The Cardinals logo kind of looks like a Phoenix. Give me the, give me the, give me the Falcons. Yeah. Falcons all day. Yeah, uh, this isn't Jerry Maguire. Rod Tidwell is in a receiver for the Cardinals. And Tom Cruise in on the sidelines. Give me the Falcons. And Glenn Fry is not the head coach of the Cardinals. So That's, yeah, that's right. Raiders heading to Cincinnati. Taking on the Bengals. Oh. Ugh. Whole lot of ugh. <laughs> Seriously, is anybody even going to watch this? Do we have to pick this one? Yes. Nobody's even going to watch it, Chris. They're not going to know if we're right. <laughs> there will be cameras rolling. It will be saved for posterity. It'll be on red zone. People will be scoring touchdowns in the game, maybe. Yeah, somebody might help somebody in their flex win a fucking, yeah, fantasy Fuck. football game. Just give me the Bengals. I got one of their people on my fantasy team. Uh, You know, honestly... The Raiders' offense is more intact than the Bengals right now. Give me the fucking Raiders. What? There's no AJ Green. There's no Andy Dalton. And I'm saying, give me the Raiders, man. God, yeah, but they got damn, Boyd. God damn you, Chris. I was joking about having to mirror your picks, but give me the Raiders. Fuck. They got momentum. They just beat Pittsburgh. It's ruined their season, basically. Uh, One o'clock. Dolphins heading to Minneapolis. Taking on the still playoff eligible Minnesota Vikings. The hottest team in the league, the Miami Dolphins. Is going to the coldest place uh, to play. In a dome. Inside a dome, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I still like the receiving core. I think they have a shot if they can score more than one fucking touchdown. Vikings. The Finns are a farce. Give me the Vikings. Vikes. Fuck out of here. Why are you even talking about this? Titans and to Jersey take really? on Giants. Really? 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 Ugh. Titans. Yeah, give me the Titans. Yeah, once again, yeah, Titans. Too easy. <laughs> or, excuse me, Texas. Jesus Christ. No. What? You were right with Titans. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry. Next up, the Redskins taking on the Jaguars. Redskins losing to who? Caller 10 is playing quarterback for the Redskins. And ironically, Caller 10 is Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. <laughs> to quote Eddie Murphy, fuck, crapped out. Give him a dick back. What Look, team does that mean? Bitch. What team are you picking, Ice? Jags. They haven't found their defense, but Redskins just kind of killed their offense, so it don't matter. Redskins are on, like, their fourth quarterback. Quite honestly, give me, yeah, give me Jacksonville. The towel boy for the Redskins is going, why am I in pads? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to fucking God, if the Redskins were starting, <clears throat> Kaepernick, I'd pick them. But they're not, so give me the Jags. Right. Her Joey Harrington's going to start a game for the Redskins. 
Is he going to come out at halftime and 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 entice us with his twinkle fingers on the piano while sipping wine and eating strawberries? Jeez. Yeah. Scott Ooh. Mitchell went through the Biggest Loser, so he could come out and start one. Oh, Rich, sorry about this. Oh, please. Bucks heading to Baltimore. Game over. See, this was fucked up. Like the Bucks are my team, but my AFC team is 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 the Ravens, and it's like I don't even care that the Bucks are my team. Every year, Rich is conflicted. <laughs> no, I'm not conflicted. It's like having a threesome and dicks touched. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. I told you to stay on your side of the fucking across this line. You do not step. All right, and you stepped. You know, and just because when I'm a bitch, it ends. We go clockwise. What is your fucking problem? Exactly. <laughs> but the, the, yeah, I, I, I just, I'll say it. Fuck it. I don't care. I'll go out of turn. The gang bang that the Ravens are going to put on the Buccaneers. Yeah, it's gonna. It should be on dogfart.com. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, I also picked the Ravens. So that's a clean sweep for the Ravens. Uh, Seattle heading down I five to take on the 49ers. Speaking of ass whoopings. See, I don't know. Damn it. State and five versus three and ten. Yeah, I got that part. Isn't that really like the only part you need to get? No, but give me a minute. I'll take the Hawks. I wish they were at home, though. Yeah, I feel Seattle. way better about that pick. Seattle's found their groove. Uh, San Francisco, another team that's on like their third or fourth string quarterback. Seahawks. Oh yeah, the Jimmy G era for this, or the Jimmy G year, has, has long come to an end. This is horseshit. This one doesn't belong on blacks on blondes. It belongs on American Bukaki. Okay, and Seahawks are going to be fucking just <clears throat> all over the fucking 49ers. All right, next up, a game I'm surprised it has not gotten flexed to Sunday Night Football. That's well, because the Steelers are playing in it. Yeah, uh, the Pats. Heading to heading to Heinz Field, taking on the Steelers. Yeah. Is is Bain going to show up in the middle of the game? Because <laughs> because the then it might be a then it might be a push. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I get a mulligan if that happens. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. None of this. None of these picks for this this game counts if that's the case. Patriots. Yeah, it's. It's time to clinch the division. Uh, Tom Brady has proven he knows how to beat Big Ben. You know, it's it, uh, yeah. I think the Patriots have the or the the Steelers have the opposite of momentum right now. Give me the Pats. Oh yeah, it's definitely time for the Pats to step up and start putting up huge fantasy numbers since I'm out of it. So give me the Pats. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Hey, I won this week. How does that work? Uh, you. Keep moving on. The Imperial Stoutman got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, way to fumble at the goal line, Michigan beer guy. Uh, Sunday night football. This probably sounded <laughs> way more sexier when they scheduled it. Eagles at the Rams. Uh, I do want to. You know what? I'm going to keep that a secret until you guys pick. I'm picking the Rams. Well, uh, okay. I'm also picking the Rams. I have no idea what the fuck you just said, dude. Yeah, give me the Rams, and what's your secret? I mean, if uh, you're going to come out, 
we've known this, Clay Aiken. I'm glad that you now know it. Well, unfortunately, what you don't know is Big Nick, Big Dick Nick. See, is, coming out uh, it has something to do with Dick. See, I knew it. Is is highly likely to start. Yeah, and Wentz being hurt. He's got back issues. It's because Nick took him to Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, he's got back issues, <laughs> as in they're six and seven. We're going to put in the guy who won the Super Bowl. He, he's got back issues, as in Big Dick Nick is up in his guts. And it <laughs> dislodged one of his fucking vertebrae. Yeah. No, I'll tell you what this has to do with. They're playing the fucking Rams defense. Carson well, Wentz was like, oh, yeah. oh, I got a back. Oh, my neck. Oh, my neck and my back. And my back. Yeah, my neck and my back. <laughs> and if you think I'm starting this game, you can lick my whole ass crack. You know, I ain't, I ain't starting this motherfucker shit. <laughs> yeah. You what's the over? What's 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 pick the period? Okay, here's okay. Side bet. Pick the the quarter that Nick Foles goes. It's crazy. I injured myself. Get once in here. <laughs> <laughs> I broke a nail. Uh, maybe third. Third. It doesn't happen. S- start well, of. Oh yeah. <laughs> you think they're going to be like, motherfucker, get out there and rub some tussing on it. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> rub some dirt on it. Walk it off, bitch. Motherfucker, just be trade bait for next year. What the fuck's wrong with you? Don't you know you... Shut your Rudy Pooh mouth and know your role. <laughs> <laughs> He's more scared than you are. Go! <laughs> I say it's going to happen. It's going to happen in a uh, second. But that's just me. It doesn't happen. Nick plays the whole fucking game. It's going to be a decent game. Well, I mean, it's going to be the Rams, but I'm just saying. I just if it happens, it's going to be in the second. So, in the second, your ass goes down. <laughs> <laughs> you peeled this band aid off the back of my neck. Well, you know yeah, I'm serious. I think we're all in agreement that yeah, it's the Rams. And then. The only way it's going to be a dun, 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 dun. Monday night football. Dun, 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 dun. Saints heading up to Charlotte. Can the plane carrying <laughs> the Falcons crash into <laughs> this game? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter because the st- team still wouldn't get past the first round. That's it. <laughs> First quarter, shit, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just I don't even know who this other team is. I've never heard of them. Give me the Saints. Oh, Huggy Bears at quarterback. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, how, how, you know what? You know what's styling and profiling, son. What's what, what you need to know? That's, that's Woody Harrelson right there for you. He'd rather look good and lose than look bad and win. I thought I thought Woody looked pretty good in a Hendrix shirt, but that's just me. Yeah, but he can't hear Hendrix. All Hendrix right. had a white backing section. I can hear Jimmy. All right, just saying. Get the fuck out of here! Jimmy Hendrix did not have a white <laughs> rhythm section. <laughs> that's some airbrush bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're talking about oh, the band of Gypsies now, Jimmy. If we're talking about the Band of Gypsies album, you're right. He didn't, and that's his best album. So when he got two brothers with him, all of a sudden he got funky as fuck. But anyways, I, I, I digress. Funny how that works. I don't think the color of his band had a thing to do with it. It was how many trips of acid that motherfucker took. 
Well, then that trip of acid on New Year's Eve 69 going into 70 was funky as shit. So I'm just saying, because that gave us machine gun, who knows, stop, fucking, just a bunch of great. Anyways, wow. I'm sorry. This is not a music podcast. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, this is a sports podcast. This is a sports podcast. Well, I'm just saying, though, Cam Newton reminds me of that quote. He'd rather look good and lose than look bad and win. Looks fly, fuck him. He's going to look good and lose this game because I'm picking the Saints. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Saints. All day, every day. Yeah. Twice Twice on Monday. I knew that was coming. Called it, everyone. Hey, that was me. All right, look, we did the picks. I understand we want to wrap this up really quick, but we got to talk about... Uh, and by the way, this is Radio 410. What the fuck is going on in the fucking... In the Fantasy League? Like, seriously. This shit's all turned around upside down from last fucking year. And I'm kicking everybody's ass and taking names. Let the paramedics sort them out. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. I'm just saying. We did extend the offer to the ultimate winner gets to be on the podcast and it was my cousin and she was and she's I've given her plenty last year last season I gave her plenty of opportunities to be on she's ducked and dodged and bobbed and weaved to stay out of being on the show we have to prepare ourselves for the fact that we might have a complete stranger on this podcast yeah this season welcome to the Thunderdome all right (laughs) or what if ice winds and I mean, yeah, I'm already on the podcast. I want a trophy, motherfuckers. You'll get the digital one I gave to Jessica. There you go. But I mean, we, I, uh, Mr. Brandon DeShields, all we know is that you're a big fan of the Ravens. And Batman. And Batman. And uh, that's about it. So, you know, and, and then, of course, the, the other two are, you know, Jimmy G Strings. Do you, anybody know this gentleman? Yeah. He is my cousin's brother-in-law. Okay. And then, of course, you know, Tony, my buddy Tony, which he's already said, well, figure it out. I have no way to do a, a call in. Cause, and I'm like, Tony, dude, your phone. You your just, cell phone and a pair of earphones. Yeah. We, we can. We can uh, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, oh, God. All right. So you're already fucking backing out. Gotcha. And you're the second seed. Great. It's wonderful. So even though people that, like, like listen and participate in the podcast. Don't even want to be on a podcast. <laughs> so what the Chris fuck, gentlemen? Away. Wait, what is it? What is this verbal combat? You you can't handle verbal fucking, you know, a uh, uh, Thunderdome. Come on, talk some shit. You obviously won. You know some shit. Come on here and fucking you know stretch your stuff. Don't be afraid. No, like, even if we disagree, you're gonna be all right. And trust me, it'll make for good podcasting. That's really all I care about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, I talk a good game and all, but I'm about to lose to Dark Raven Night Rises. (laughs) I'm about to be first round fodder. Oh, no. Second round fodder, really. Second round, yeah. But he's got Deshaun Watson, Kamara, McCaffrey, Tariq Hill. Ooh. Miss Schuster. He's going to win. Hooper. Aaron yeah. Jones and Green Bay as his flex. Baltimore's defense and Baltimore's kicker. He's gonna Damn win. it. Well, I got Jared Goff, Elliott, uh, Gordon, Landry, Amari Cooper, Travis Kelsey. He's going to win. 
Shut up, Craig Zerline. Well, this is what I'm saying. I put a, when the Super Bowl ends, if we haven't heard from the winner, who's not someone we know, then we just acknowledge you as the winner on the show. And that's it. Because it funny for not coming on. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's on you. I mean, you should have. But, you know, like my cousin, like, you know, she talked all this shit. She was, as they would say in the boondocks, oh, you popping that good shit a minute ago. You know what I'm saying? But And then now all of a sudden she, I'm shy. Okay, all right. I've seen your Facebook pictures. You ain't that shy, sweetheart. Calm the fuck down and get on the fucking show. And she didn't, so. You know, I, look. Shots fired at last year's champ. <laughs> what, 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 what's she going to do? Win this year? No. So, and believe me, I, you know, we're, we're, in, we're in pretty decent, constant contact. Like, look, you don't want to come on? That's cool. I understand. Just let us know. You want to come on? You want to talk some shit? Come talk some shit. We'll get you on the gangster hotline. No problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's all good. <laughs> It's just, I'm tired of this shit. Like, you know, motherfuckers, you obviously know who, we didn't seek you out. We didn't draft you. You joined our shit. You knew what the fucking stakes was. You knew where you bought that shirt. And <laughs> it was damn sure. Plymouth, it was, Rock, Plymouth Rock landed on you. It was damn sure in the Batman department, Mr. DeShields. So come on the fucking show. That's <laughs> if he wins. So, you know, it is what it is. There. I'm sorry. I've, I've I've offended one of our three listeners enough to. <laughs> you never know. Ice Ice could take him out this week. I'm making I'm trades right now. No, you're not. Trading ended. Like I'm picking two weeks up people ago. and dropping people and shit. Oh, that's called the waiver wire. God, I, do, I, I, I do have to ask the consolation ladder. What the fuck is the point of that? Just so uh, you still have some interest to work the waiver wire. Yes. Keep playing. Well, it's, it's to uh, determine the actual final standings. Oh, okay. So, but here's the deal: no matter what I do, I'm not going to end up last because that's you, Chris. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So, like, no, there's n- there's not, no way I can end up in last. Uh, no, it it's if are we having the basement battle this week? No. Let me check. No, I'm seven, you're ten. Then, yeah, then I would not end up in last either. I ended up last with the uh, when the season ended, but that's what the consolation ladder for is to determine the final, final standings. So if I'm not in the basement battle, then I will also not end up last either. Okay, gotcha. All right, so Mr. Husani and, sorry, Jess, that's the basement battle. First to worst. First to worst. Mm. Damn. Fucking Melvin Gordon has to hurt his fucking knee as we go into these playoffs. Uh, I know exactly where I went wrong with this team. Fantasy football is all about mitigating risk. I took two huge fucking risks. It did not. Well, one panned out. One did not. Boo. But anyway, yeah. Enough podcasting for 10. I've already started thinking about my draft strategy for next year. Oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> Lord, kill me before next season. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, we're done. Thanks for listening. Uh, we're on the social media at Sporgy Podcast. 
you can email us sports podcast christopher blah 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 try that again new shows every thursday thanks for listening see you next week all right later guys peace out y'all if you like this show please tell a friend Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net and thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.